Blog Talk Radio. Lovers. 
seven. What else in hell? Can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns? Press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, peace, peace. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you and yours. This is Know the Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill, very soon to be joined by my co-host, Brother Red. Peace, welcome back to the platform, family. Chat room will be open in a second or two. Please bear with us. All right. I got to do this real quick promotion in the studio, in the back office real quick. Bear with me for a second as well while I get this... uh, Send these tweets out. Let the family know that we're here in the building. KTL Radio, you can um, take a moment and do the same. Let them know that you're here. Rocking out with the best. All right? Powerful. Powerful program on deck for the family, as always. Right? Love and life. Everybody joined us last Friday. As we held court here with the Millers, we introduced the family to the Millers. And for those that already know about the Millers, we reintroduced you, brought them forward. We had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show. I want to definitely give a shout-out to Jerry Miller and his beautiful wife, Sandra Frazier. They will be in New York this weekend, okay? All right, you can go to... um, King Simon's page and get the details of that appearance. I don't have all of it in front of me at this particular moment. But they will be in the building. All right, up at Nicholas. Okay. I'm waiting on my co-host. She'll be here in a minute. In the meantime, in between times, family... Welcome. With no further ado, call us in the 347-650. Peace. Peace, peace. Yes, indeed. All right, now, all right, Brother Redfield. Okay. All right, all right. All right, all right. Peace to the family. (laughs) Welcome to the Less Radio. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm headed back in right now, so... Partner, you know, what do you do for fun, man? Huh? What do you do for fun? In the, in the midst of all of this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sure. But before I get into that segment, let me let me preference my conversation first and foremost and, and do one of the most important things, send some love and light to our young brother, Mike Brown, Jr., who was, um, he was buried yesterday. They had his funeral after 16 days of him being assassinated in the streets of uh, streets of Missouri, 
So I definitely want to send love and light to the brother and his family and all of our family out there in Missouri. We still got people out there with their uh, uh, boots on the pavement. Yeah. Even as the cameras yeah, cover sir, uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, even, even as the media focus shifts their attention to preseason football, you know, they did it to us last year. I had to, I had to remind myself that the same thing that happened with Trayvon, you know, post-verdict twiddle. So, you know, even as the attention shifts, I'm sure that everybody who is, you know, only there because the media was covering it, that's the only reason that they were covering it. So they, they gone. They left. They packed up. You know what I mean? The niggas is on uh, VH1, and they still watching the MTV Awards on a loop. That Anaconda, hello. Yeah. They getting hit upside their head with the Anaconda? Uh <laughs> Yeah, I ain't even gonna pause that either. That's from the people. You got the whole that pause. Yeah, but um, what 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 I what I and like I said, there are people on the floor. There are people with their their boots on the ground. I'm hearing new stories that are still coming out. Um, uh, and the police department is holding down the Klan while they spew uh racial slurs at the protesters. I'm hearing that they're still firing on, on peaceful protesters. You know, can we all get along marches or uh, marching out there with their hands up and they're getting, um, they're getting super soaked with rubber bullets, you know what I'm saying, in the midst of all of that? Yeah. And that's nothing to make light of, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's very upsetting. Um, but, you know, we, we, we're going to deal with it, you know what I'm saying? We're going to deal with not to make excuses for, but to give some sort of celestial background to these events. Because in order for things to happen, you know, and in order for people to not be the victims in that scenario, then there must be something supporting what you're seeing. There must be something, you know, that is outside of the scope of your reasoning, you know. Some people say it's the curse that has been placed upon you, you know, via the Bible. Some people say that... uh. Just because of um, active music, yeah. Some people say that, you know, it's because of what happened with Trayvon and, and, and George Zimmerman. You know, some people say that this has been going on forever, you know, since the days that we've gotten here. People say that it's been going on since 1492. There's a lot of things that people say. A lot of interpretations, facts, yeah. But what empirical, what empirical proof can we touch upon that explains this narrative so we can coordinate and think logically about how to not only respond but prepare for situations so when things do happen, we can be a lot more proactive as opposed to reactive without, you know, any of the background information that goes along with making a calculated move. So, like I said, in, in the midst of everything taking place, some of which, you know, we might consider. Okay, hold on. The chat room said that the uh, audio sounds low and muffled. Give me one second. On your phone or mine? I got a lot. I got back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily hear your background noise, but 
can the chat room tell me if I'm oh. coming across any clearer? Because I, I, um, I've heard some of these programs on replay, you know, and my audio is kind of always somewhat low. Try to get your headset you back, know. bro. Brody? Yeah, I got to get the headset. I got to get the headset thing. You know? If my phone drops, though, as I may go through a tunnel or two, just, you know, immediately bring me back in when I come back up. Yeah, so yeah, that'll, what that'll, I that'll, asked earlier, yeah, yeah, what, you ask? I said, what do you do for fun? What do you do for you fun? What do, you, what do you do to keep a smile on your face? What do you do to, to you know, you ask laugh? Me? Yeah. I watch the MTV Awards on TiVo. And a cot <laughs> I do what I just came from doing. I'm, I, I, like, I, I, I have fun with my children. That's one of my escapes. Play with my son. I'm about to go play with my daughter. You know, her birthday is coming up September 4th. You know All what right. I mean? I, have fun with I like to see them smile. I like to, you know, talk to them. Watch them, you know, just get excited about their surroundings and stuff like that. You know, play sports for my son, take him places. You know, that's my that, as a father, that's where I'm at these days. I'm almost forty, so I can't really do the ice bucket challenge. And, you know, <laughs> can't do the ice bucket challenge. No ice buckets for you. I, I, I ain't privy to that. You know, talk about like right, right, right. I should kind of hard well, to Yes. I speak about this often. Um, you know, I, I, I remember I wrote a poem about it, and I was talking about the ability of comic relief or comics for that matter, comedians, right? Comedians are some of the coldest people on the planet because they can deal with political satire from a place where they're talking about the devil in their face and they're making the devil laugh. That, to me, that's classic, right? That takes a certain type of guile, and that takes a certain, a certain types of, uh, uh, you know, um, this approach to your craft that, you know, is really why we appreciate the Paul Mooney's, really why we appreciate the Richard Pryor's, you know, right. even why people even appreciated the Robin Williams of the world. You know, I spoke, I wrote a post where I was talking about when we grew up as youngsters, and I used to look at comic relief, you know, um, this was one of the only places where I saw a European comedian talking real greasy about Reagan and Bush. And it kind of made it all right to, you know, talk crazy or accept people talking crazy about Reagan and Bush. Because yeah. as much as I tell people, as much as I'm a product of my pop's culture, right, my father was an ex-cancer, and he raised, he's a, a professor of African-American lit, and he raised us around that dynamic, you know, heavy jazz influence in the home, um, constant exposure to, to culture, what have you, and then the whole stadium, my moms, and all of that aspect. So as much as I'm a child of that, I'm also a child of pop culture. Pop. And pop culture heavily influenced our psyche as children. So in our yes. formative years or first seven years of our life, you know, you're looking at HBO, you're looking at cartoons, you're going to the movies, Superman's your hero, all these other types of people. You yeah. feel me? And that has that has a deep psychological effect on who and what we are. 
Now, people that were born before us in our generation that had direct influences to other um, iconic figures in their life, you know, they often don't understand that about the youth. They don't understand the campaign, the propaganda campaign that was done to us as youth, you know what I'm saying? And the propaganda campaign that was done to the generation after us was a whole other campaign, and it goes on and on and on. Social engineers, you know, very crafty. They won't stick with one program, you know, to they, they won't let it last for most generations. They switch it up. So my younger sister's generation was exposed to, like, Power Rangers, you know, uh, Teletubbies, you know, stuff like that. Like, we, we and we don't even relate yeah, yeah. I, I never, yeah. I don't know nothing about Teletubbies and Power Rangers, and um, I don't even know nothing about Yu-Gi-Oh! None of them dudes, Dragon Ball Z, none of that shit. I wasn't looking at TV during those times. I didn't have, uh, I, I don't have none of those uh, references in my mind. Only what people tell me, and episodes that I might have seen on the internet afterwards. You know, I never seen an episode of Care Bear. I don't know nothing about that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But we did grow up, uh, we did see Westerns, and we seen Superman, and we seen RoboCop, you know what I'm saying? And we did see Rocky, even though my father explicitly uh, did not allow that to be watched because he knew the propaganda that was being propagated with that. And he's like, that, that's the conversation where he finally had with us that he was explaining, like, look, this is that bullshit. This is this whole male uh, white superiority BS you know, this propagated through Hollywood. And he had that conversation with us based on Robo, I mean, based on Iraqi. So I'm saying all that to say that we did have these um, references by way of comedians about what was really going on, not what you were seeing on TV, but the stuff that was spoken about by the adults behind the scenes about the BS that was happening on TV. So we got that via our Eddie Murphy's, you know what I'm saying? Later on in time, we got that via our Chris Rock's, you know what I'm saying? And um, as of, as of, uh, as of lately, you know, there's other people that have filled that slot, like, let's say a Cat Williams, right? Well, I don't probably agree with everything that the brother has to say, but he definitely comes across and speaks, you know, in terms of some things that have taken place in society from a viewpoint and with a satire that is revealing. You're like, oh, okay, that's wild, you know what I mean? So um, earlier this afternoon, I was privy to catch up on some of my comedy and Comedy is definitely relieving, you know what I'm saying, especially when you find that right comic that speaks to the social ills, and even though they're putting it in joke form, and they might even have Europeans in the audience, and they're talking crazy about Europeans, and everyone's laughing along, you know what I'm saying, there's still a genius involved with comedy. So I would suggest to people go and watch the latest um, production that Cat Williams did, because he was talking about, police brutality, he was talking about how media, you know, puts things right in front of your face and then switches it 
And when you're accepting to that in your psyche and no one says anything about it, you know, then that starts setting the template for them to do other crazy things, like we're seeing with this media campaign against our brother Mike Brown via CNN and Fox, okay? And he was using the Boston Bomber brothers as an example. He was using Chris Dorner as an example. You know what I'm saying? How the people, they were telling people in the audience, right? The media was telling people, the dude was involved with a, a, a gunfight with the police, but there was no gun involved. <laughs> so what? There was no gun involved. He was involved, but he was involved with a gunfight with the police. And the people went for that. And there wasn't no gun involved? Yeah. Mm. Remember when they found him on the boat and they shot him up? Yeah, yeah. They said he was involved with a gunfight with the police. But then they told you that there was no gun involved. They said that he was unarmed. How are you going to be involved with a gunfight and you don't got no gun? Finger gun. He's doing those shots. Yeah. Air gun, right? Air gun. Because of fear and because of their thirst for entertainment and the fact that we've been programmed to go along. Hold on. We've been programmed to go along with police chases via cops and First 48 and CSI and all that bullshit that people watch. You know what I'm saying? We've already been conditioned to think that this is an extension of one of those shows. You just go on for whatever. You think that you're in a movie. So they can tell you stuff like that. They can tell yeah. you that, you know, Chris going to commit a suicide, but they're showing you burn the motherfucking um, the, 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 the thing down, the cabin down. Oh, he committed yeah. suicide. Exactly. They can tell you that, and people accept it. Roll on to the next one. Yeah. Like he wrote us another note. He, he emailed us a manifesto and said he wanted to die, so we bonded. We, we burnt him up to a crisp. You never even remember. You never ever got. You've never heard a video of him. You never heard a phone conversation of his. You never heard his side of the story. You just saw a manifesto in the hunt. Facts. And you fell for it. So what we're witnessing and what we've been what I've been witnessing on Facebook at an accelerated rate over the past six months is the rise of the Western media's propaganda campaign. There are about ten satire sites that have been created. The first one was Onion. Completely now uh, morphed Onion with satire, with the TM, like, you know, because of the rise of TMZ and, and you know, what they call, what they call satire, uh, news reporting and, and other things of that nature. It's not even journalism. People are now, because remember, you're watching the news and they're talking about what color lipstick Rihanna had on at the award. Like, it's, it's, it's propaganda. It's the dumbing down campaign. It's the, um, it's, it's, it's just, it's deception at a highest, at the highest level. And you know, when you're dealing with things like that, who the wicked scientists are behind the scenes doing a lot of this stuff. We're talking about political... I'm very interesting. And people are forwarding all of these fake news reports all over Facebook, making long posts about it, you know, all caps. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. And let me... No, let me... I got caught out there because there's a certain news source that I go for, majority of my stories, and from this news source, they had the article posted about the Vatican saying that Jesus wasn't coming back. 
I got that from a credible news aggregator site, okay? Yeah. They didn't say that it was a parody. They posted it along with news that was part of the entire news cycle for that day. So this is where MSNBC goes and gets news. This is where Yahoo, you know, this is where a lot of other quote-unquote credible news sources go and get their news that they aggregate the news to other sites. That's where, yeah. I got the, that's where I got the story from. And I posted it. I put some commentary along with it. I didn't, I didn't go all the way in because this Pope seemed weird enough that he would say something like that. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, right. oh, this is going to make an interesting story. Let me wait for the conversation to take place on the thread, and then I will interject. And then come to find out, that was a parody. Exactly, but remember, so prior I was like, to that, oh. they had people doing their whole blog talk radio shows. The whole show, for years, was based off of, I won't even call it, I don't know if it's propaganda site, but all of that sorcerer fears, you know, the what is before it's news and what it, you know what I mean? Like, all of the shit from Russia, like you got lecturers that's doing lectures off of those sites. Their blog talk shows is based off of those sites. Their whole, you know, their whole synopsis of who they about, who they are. Their whole catalog is based on me. Their whole paradigm is based off and, of um, and the where, the where is Waldo so, site. You know what I'm saying? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said their whole career is based on talk about me and the where is Waldo yeah. site. Like, what Facts. else have they offered? Facts. You so, know, and, and people love that shit. So what, what I'm saying is that, that. So we, we're dealing with. You got you to gotta understand that it's just, he's just talking about the psyche of the people. The people's psyche has been terraformed to, you know, to digest that type of information, to sensationalize. Yeah, you know, to sensationalize. Yes. And you know one of the most thing, things happened to me yesterday. In the midst of all of this, you know, uh, I got to talk about Afropunk. I got to talk about some other things because it's all related. I'm in the house. I'm in the, I'm in the crib, sitting down. My son comes running downstairs. Daddy, Daddy, it's 830, you know. We got to watch wrestling. And I'm like, do what? He's oh, like, we got to watch wrestling. Because remember, he just came from Atlanta. He was chilling with his grandfather over the summer. And, his, you know, his grandfather... He's Jamaican, so he he does the wrestling thing. You know what I mean? He be, I guess that's it. They you know they fuck with John Wayne. You know spaghetti westerns. They do wrestling real hard. Like that's what they do. I'm saying this they is why I was prefacing my conversation earlier because I'm saying we grew up in an era where we were indoctrinated by exposure to elders that watch westerners and wrestling. Those two things right there. So they're yeah. idols. They have yeah. white heroes. They have European heroes. You right. know what I'm saying? And in the form the of Ric Flair. Yes. Yeah, in the form of Ric Flair and John Wayne. Everything else is a step down from there. So Triple H and all of that, all those people that come along after that. And listen, I'm talking about this becomes the psychology of a child. Yes. Your hero is a fictional person that is acting out. That's the form of fighting on TV every week, and you're following this like it's a soap opera. So I don't it care is a soap if it's handed into Erica Kane during the day. You know what I'm saying? The person but, that but you look it, at but there's as a level your hero, of, remember, your father there's a level of There's a level of, uh, uh, you know, separating from what you know as real society. Going back to what I was talking about when I went to Comic-Con in October of this year, and I was like, yo, 
this fantasy shit is, is another, like, you could sleep on it if you want, but this is people's reality, like, for real. Like, they're completely outside of what you may deem as uh, normalcy or where, I don't know, whatever you may deem as just being, like, these niggas really think that they're the living dead or they really think that they're, um, you know, a video game or they really think that they're, uh, like, shorties was walking around like she was Storm for real, like she could make it rain. And I was like... But what's the difference? That's what I'm saying. What's the difference between grown women thinking that they're Barbies? What's the difference? There's no difference. There's no difference. It's not. It's all fantasy. And it goes back to what I was saying. If you want to teach them about about Nzinga, if you want to teach them about Harriet, you better put that shit in the comic book. You better come up with a character. And I said that before I said, yo, wait a minute, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and throw rocks at the people at Comic-Con, the, the fantasy, the people that are entrenched in the fantasy world and whatnot. Cause I was like, yeah. yo, if the majority of the conscious niggas that I know that I've talked to and I've built with and I've seen they work, they should have had wild tables. They should have had the whole row lined up and they would have been able to bank at the Comic-Con because they into that fantasy world. That that's really the the shit that they spent is all fantasy. But what they haven't done is they don't know how to the um, information, which some of it is fantasy. Some of that history that some of y'all walking around uh, pontificating, that shit is a great novel. Like that's an awesome comic book. Like that's really a video game, homie. You can flip it. We so sacrilegious and zealous in these days that people. Oh no, I can't. No, bro. Change the name to protect the characters and banks. Commodify it because that's what the people who you worship and that you become their consumer slave. That's what they've done. That's what they've done. So for the simple fact that, and it goes back into the video that I put out with the um, revolution will be digitized. We're not crafty enough right now. We have to be honest with ourselves. We're not being crafty enough with this information. I went to I went to, yo, Black August, fuck a ice bucket challenge. That was a that was a Black consciousness challenge. Hashtag like for real, black um Afro punk that I just went to on Afro-punk. Sunday Afro punk in Brooklyn, family. I swear to God, I, I thought I was on another planet. I have not seen black people in 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 in, in, in you know expressing themselves so colorfully. So uh, uh, they were in their fantasy shit, but that's not. I'm not using that word in a derogatory kind of form. But these words are just ordinary conscious black folk. They got a movement going that I don't even, I'm like, yo, what portal open up and let these niggas through? Because I don't see them in New York. i never seen them in Harlem like that. I, I be in Brooklyn. I don't see them in Brooklyn. I'm like, where do they come from? But you got to remember, we are all not the same. We have to, we have to either accept the fact that there's people amongst us that I, and I coined a new phrase when I was out there, you know what I'm saying, about being amongst the, uh, the, the, the family that was out there. I coined the phrase. Hold on. If you ain't trademark it, don't drop it. They're going to run with that. You got people who are conscious that are completely comfortable in their lower self or their base element or their base chakra. And when I say their base chakra, you might have a vision of a knuckle dragger or somebody that's, like, selling drugs or strippers. And No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the fact that they might have a 40 in their hand, 
You know what I'm saying? They might they might pills, they might roll L's on deck. They might do all of that stuff, but they'll go toe to toe with you about all kind of metaphysical occult. Those are Panic's children. Those are Bobby's children. Those are uh, Isaiah's children. Those are those are different people from that 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 walk of life. Those are their children. But some of them is mad moist. Some of them have no problem with being with Europeans. Some of them are totally what you would consider outcasts or misfits of science, outcasts of society, and they are very comfortable with that. So we have to find out a way, like, how do we utilize the talents and the skills that these brothers and sisters inside of this community, because this, this is a whole other community, the, the, the metal movement, the, the rock, rock, I don't know what they but it's very interesting. It will challenge. It will challenge your your sense of because you know consciousness is an ankh. You know what I mean? Like I was matching. I, I was a fucking outcast. I, my shit was matching. They was looking at me like I was a poser. Like what are you doing here? Like I had to take out my press pass. Like nigga, I'm working. Like leave me alone. Stop looking at me. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to match. Like I was oh, supposed you, to have yeah, you know you're supposed to have. With the you ain't had black fingernails like, and black lipstick on. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. You ain't had no spikes in your hair. They was looking at me like, that's that nigga from the Hamilton video. Ride on him. They was thinking on me that close, like, yo, what's up, my dude? Right. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't want to go off topic. What I was saying earlier, I just want to reiterate it so we don't miss the point. I just want the family... In your in your free time, family, if you get a chance, just go back to the um to the to the comics. You know, go back to the comedy. Look at some of these these uh these joints that's on YouTube. You know, these comics that deal with social commentary is very poignant. You know, and it's nothing like a good laugh. It's nothing like one of those laughs to come from your gut. You know, that's gonna open up the shop. You know, that's gonna give you some clarity. You know, not. You constipated, that might even help you move your bowels, you know. It's just a beautiful thing. And these comics have a way of not only making you laugh, but making you think. You know what I'm saying? Which is so critical. And you can access that thought faculty a lot quicker when it comes by way of comedy than somebody trying to be ultra deep. So, you know, I just wanted to share that experience because I was over here in stitches all day, and it just felt good. You know what I'm saying? Just being able to laugh like that was able to get some of the stress off that I've been accumulating lately, you know, based on the news, uh, on the news cycle. I just felt relieved. I wanted to share that, you know. It's nothing like laughing. It's nothing like smiling. Uh, Like you said, it's nothing like being a a, a parent with your children and just enjoying that whole aspect of seeing your little ones happy, you know. At the end of the day, you know, we really got to come back full circle to that. You know, what we do over here in terms of reporting and shining a light on things is not to um, it's not to promote the fear, it's not to hype things up, but it is to give you a visual, you know, some insight to certain things so you can prepare yourself so you can decide if you even want to engage or not. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Well, yeah, so, you know, that, that's, yeah. That's 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 what that's about. But yeah, if you uh if you have anything that you need to follow up on real quick, please do that so we can get into the program. 
Yeah, this program is sponsored by KingsCounty.BigCartel.com, K-I-N-G-Z as in zebra, K-O-U-N-T-Y dot B-I-G-C-A-R-T-E-L dot com. We have uh, some very interesting, powerful uh, designs, new clothing, especially for brothers and sisters who may have just started their school season or are in the midst of starting school season. We have small sizes for the young guards, and we have women's and men's sweatshirts and hoodies are on their way. Just be patient. Let's wait for this weather to change. In the meantime, we have the T-shirts. I'm going to have a sale going on for damn near all of the designs. So thank you for the support, everybody that has supported us prior, and we look forward to uh, the family out there to support the site. Like I said, we don't, I don't, as far as I know, Blue doesn't. You know, we don't belong to the European corporate structure. Not to take away from anybody that does. But we're, we are independent. You know what I mean? We're building up the machine. We're self-funded. We work for the people. You know what I'm saying? been doing that for about a decade already. So, you know, I, if, if I don't eat, if you don't shop. That's how that goes. You know what I mean? We don't get miraculous. Blog Talk sends us a check. They take care of us on that end. They 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 donate to us, but we donate. You know what I mean? We don't get no. Uh, they not making it rain over here on the ledge. <laughs> you know, so that's that's my only thing. You know what I mean? That's my only thing. Shout out to my Texas fam too. Uh, I'm I'm planning on being out there, Houston, Texas. You know. Uh, so shout out to the family out there. If there's anybody out there that uh, has anything that they want to do, you know, I'm not Hollywood, so holler at me. Let me know, Empowerment at Gmail. You know, hit me up, and I'll hit you right back as time permits, and we could do something, put something together. All right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, and um, shout out to my New York family. I'll be home in a second. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Seymour. About that. People stop looking at yeah, me like. Yeah, Seymour should be on deck. They, like they, can stop, they can stop throwing tomatoes at you. Um, yeah. And, and thank you for that uh, that latest video that you put out. That was powerful. The network is my network. Yeah, drop that in the chat. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a lot of positive feedback from it. I was thoroughly um, entertained by it as well. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I appreciate that. That's the uh, that's just a build up for a presentation that's going to be groundbreaking. Um, I've been sitting on it for a minute, but uh, pause. Ah, pause. I've been letting it cook. I've been letting it sit on the pot and. As a result of all of the things that are going on, it's time for this information to be uh, disseminated amongst the family. But yeah, you know, we yeah. gotta we gotta build up some anticipation. Like I I don't want to do no lame lectures. You know, I need to build it back. Okay. Because this is something that we all could benefit from. I'm I'm family. I'm talking about. I'll be talking about the future. No disrespect to my historians and the DeLorean. But I'm I'm dealing with the future. I'm dealing with the present, and we're going to go forward from there. So 
Y'all want to talk about 2020 and where we could be at in 2020 and how we can get there in the right fashion, not on our knees with our hands up? Holler at me. You know, KTL Empowerment at Gmail because it's also it's going, to be web, it's going to be a live stream and it's also going to be a live presentation. So, um, you know, any collaborators out there who have information dealing with technology, dealing with the um, the digital age, the digital era, shout-out to Michael Singleton, shout-out to D. Miller L., shout-out to Lake Who, all of my collaborators, and uh, shout-out to Turtle Gang, shout-out to Baba TV, Tarnetta TV, everybody that's being supportive of what it is that we're doing over here. I definitely want to say, Sue, I had a beautiful summer, powerful, powerful, legendary. It's going to go down in the record books. You know, I know what you did last summer, you know, but I had a, I had a good one, you know what I mean? It definitely um, was, a, was a great experience being on 125th Street, doing all of that press and all of those meet, you know, all of those interviews, meeting people, expanding our network. Like, we're global now, Blue, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we ventured forth into networks and people know about us they never knew about us hundreds of thousands of people maybe millions at this point so you know the work is, yeah. is you have the, um you have an operable date set for this lecture um it's going to be a two-part series definitely the second part is going to culminate around our birthday scorpion month in um, november and we're going to set it off uh in october when I come back from Texas, I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it together okay. while in Texas. Yeah, so, let's do it around the blood moon. We're gonna do it around the blood moon, so I can get a little bit of that uh 444 out right in time. I mean, you to be honest saying? with you, ultimately in the perfect world, I want to make a weekend event. I want to make it like a weekend seminar workshop event. You need your day because I, I can't have you sitting on the law of 44. I seen you cooking all of these months. You need your stage, and I need my stage. It's just around I mean, I apologize to anybody out there who may, you know, but y'all had y'all, you know, y'all do what y'all do. Let us, you know, we've you know, we been waiting for phone calls to open up. Yeah. We don't get no calls. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, as y'all see, everybody comes to the show, but we've never, I say never, only person that ever did that was A.A. Rashid, but I've never, ever in my life, Got a call from anybody we ever brought on the show or any of the people outside of that to say, yo, red and blue, just open up for me. Or come on this bill and let's eat. I know you got newborns. I know blue got a business. I, I, got business. I know that y'all got, that the people know y'all and they ask, but we want to bring y'all out. We don't get that. So, you know, we, 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 we got to. I got to. I got to. I got to. Like, don't do that to the brother. Okay, nah. My bad. Facts. Yeah. Polite did that. My yeah. bad. Let's get into this program. Okay. okay. PTL Radio presents the War Report featuring the Cosmo Physicians. Join Nobles Radio for a special broadcast. There's a war going on in the heavens no man is safe from. Here on Earth, we can see clearly the manifestation of, manifestation of these conflicting planetary energies at play. What lessons can we extract from the great Cupid-slash-disciplinarian Saturn? What does Mars have in store as we see military personnel spilling to the streets and we are witnessing the militarization of authority at an alarming rate? Do the heavens support these buildups? Has it just begun or is it at its apex? More importantly, as beings on this planet, under the planetary influence of these vast bodies above us, what can we do? Is man a willing or unwilling participant in this celestial slow walls? 
Join us as the Cosmos Physicians led by Ra Aku return to continue a conversation that was started on this platform in October 2012 when Saturn first went into Scorpio. We will demonstrate that none of what you have seen thus far are isolated incidents, but they are all connected by an ethereal thread line that, can, that leads right into the present and extends right into the future. The Law of 44 is in full effect. Bring your pen and pad because class is in session, family. And with no further ado, let me open up the line and introduce our first guest for the night. Caller from the 443-440. Peace. Caller from the 443-440. Peace. Peace, peace. This is my peace. brother, Everest. Peace, peace, peace. 361. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Peace, brothers. It's been a while. Absolutely, yes, it has. But, uh, you know, we're going to pick up right where we left off. Absolutely. Man, let me just jump in. You guys, I love listening to y'all. The demonstration y'all put, it inspires me in so many ways. I just want to jump in on a point you said real quick, and then we go into this war thing. You talked about those others, those misfits. We live in the age of Aquarius. This is their time. This is their age, the misfit, the nerd, the computer geek, the genius, the outcast, even the deviant, okay? So this is, this is the age where everything that we have traditionally been brought up with in the other ages is in total disarray and opposition there, okay? Because this is the day where they are giving, uh, uh, when a couple of generations ago, you know your fathers would not have uh, voted in, you know, uh, homosexual rights. But they're here, and they're here to stay. This is their age. This is the age of, 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 of where things that we thought were monstrosities are now become the everyday norm, okay? Right. Aquarius represents the future. It represents enlightenment. It represents uh, 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 breaking those barriers because Aquarius is explosive. You know, it represents higher intelligence and higher technology energy such as electricity, you dig? It's electrifying. So we live in that type of age where things that are shocking are now becoming the norm. You know, piercings all over the body, tattoos everywhere, you know, and the whole, the whole, the whole shebang, the whole nine. You know, uh, yeah. uh, so it's there, you know, this is their age. When you look at that and you talk about, when well, I'm going to skip to when you were saying you were at the Comic-Con because that's, you know, my thing too, you know, and... That is a market that is so untapped by so our people, untapped. a billion-dollar market, by the way. You dig? So and people like Lucas and Spielberg have shown you that. And our people, again, are left out of that billion-dollar market, which is ours to begin with, by the way, because the stories that they're telling are your stories. Like Superman is nobody but Haru. You know, Superman is 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 uh, uh, another nothing but uh, 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 Hercules. Superman is nothing but Hira uh, uh, Hakuhuti. You dig? Yeah. Their story is the right. same story of the sun moving through the ages, telling the story of the celestial story of everything, down to the molecules and to the atoms. You dig? So we live in the age of enlightenment, in the age where everything is going to be microwavable, come, you know, fast food, like you're going to supersize it, you know. Mm-hmm. And our people have given up the religion of, 
of, of, of the white Christ to fall to the religion of metaphysical challengery, age of rebellion. This is a revolution. So let's rock, R-O-C, a revolution of consciousness. That's what 361 Next is about. It's that spiral out of the 360 repetition because once you know and you know and you know, you got to do something about it. No matter even if you know, you'll repeat yourself. So we're done with 360. We're in 361 now because we're spiraling to the next and to the next and to the next. This is the age of when the lower vibration of the android, of, of, of the synthetic human being. Like we were created, we will become like the creator and create things too. And so you better give your creation its due. Soon they will have rights for AIs. And I'm talking about it's right around the corner. Like a corporation has rights, doesn't it? Like a human being. Well, an AI is right around the corner from having its own rights. So yeah. the brother was talking about how we're not getting into technology. Whew, we better hurry up because our way of doing technology is a little bit of difference. And if you go back to what the ancestors taught you, our, our, our technology is very organic and very, very acceptable to the form or the vessel that you dwell in. So you need to know the codes, the binary codes that equate to the I Ching and your breath, and your breath rates and your rhythms and your breath. So if you're breathing 24, uh, what is it, 24 breaths in, in a minute, then you're on the, you're on the Heru or the Hercules breath. Mm-hmm. And if you breathe a little bit lesser, then you, you go down to Haru and so forth and so forth down that tree, and you would uh, 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 eventually hit your own nirvana or your enlightenment. Well, these, this knowledge, this knowledge, what I'm talking about, is ours. Mm-hmm. It's ours. Exactly. And, every- and a lot of people jump on the ancestors and they want to go back and forth, but I'm going to tell you all something, because this is about Aquarian, what I'm about to tell you. It's totally revolutionary. The brother said it earlier, I'm talking about the future. Once you know that, your, that you, your people created the pyramids and created the knowledge that we use to calculate the movements of life itself and the breathing and, and we can create, once you know that your people have been there and done that, what is next? And I ask this question yeah. to many conscious, so-called conscious leaders in the, in the movements. So a bunch of leaders, they all tell me, oh, change, and woo, 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 woo. they can't tell me in one breath what's next. I know they can't. They don't have the knowledge because they don't even know how many days old they are. They can't count it. This is the knowledge that we need. We put it in everything, the music. We put it in the comic books. We put it in the fantasy because this is the future. Because if you know anything about science fiction, any of the old science fiction writers were all scientists. They talked about technology, and they, and they built it in their books, like iRobot. Uh, I think Asmarov wrote that. You know? And the technology that you see in those books, we have it right now. It's not, a, it's not something that could happen or maybe happen. We have it. So have it. what I'm trying to tell you is that we're missing out on it. A book called uh, uh, Dark Matter, African Dysphoria, I advise everyone to, to buy it and to read it support it. It talks about how we're missing from the science fiction world and how that is a disservice to humanity as the leaders, okay. of the rightful leaders of this world. So, you know, I just want to but y'all inspired that from me, so thank you so much. Nah, every piece, can I add on? Peace. That I Hold promise on. you. Before you do, let me give him his just do, man. Let me, come on, baby. Okay. He earned his.
went in. Yo, like, Afropunk is like, that shit felt like the Macy's Day Parade. Like, it felt like how Harlem week felt when I was eight years old. You feel me? Like, it felt like Eastern Parkway Labor Day felt when we was teenagers. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Pooja and, and Beanie and them was on the float. You know, it felt like the future. It felt like I've, I've you know, and it, it was, I don't even know how to say this shit, man. Like, we wasn't even there. Like, the representative, it took me an hour to see somebody that I recognized. Facts. You know, uh, the people that we call conscious, you know, keyboard warriors, karate keyboard, and, you know, niggas, it was like, you know, Shaka, my dude Shaka Atmos, was a, he was a guard there. You know what I mean? Like, I totally understand Blue been trying to explain to me about this Aquarian age thing and about the energy that's more prevalent and shift the changing of the guards and how things are shifting. It's an energy war, family. Like, it's all energetic. It's frequency. Like, you, the, the wizards, you know what I mean? They're going to be the ones that's going to help usher it in because they adapt. That's really their realm. I see how they run, they run that shit. They rule that. I saw that in Atlanta when I went down there for the um, Malcolm X Festival, how Atlanta is Atlantis, but that goddess energy runs Atlanta. Like, that's, that's it is, Atlanta has that Afropunk thing going on with it, too, you know, but there's going to be some kind of, there's going to be, if, if we participate in that movement, there's going to be certain prejudices or perceptions that we have about what reality is about and what it should look like. You're going to have to basically, you, you're going to have to come to terms with the fact that, you know, they're not, they moving with something different. Just a, it's, a, it's, not the, it's not the shit from the 60s, it ain't from the 70s, like, they're breaking those rules and they're bending that spoon like they're going against that norm right there. Like, and you got to ask yourself who's digital and who's analog at the end of the day. And that, that really means a lot. Like, you really have to sit back and assess, are you digital or are you analog in this society right now? You know, they wasn't the niggas with their hands up on their knees. That wasn't them. It wasn't the dudes that's on 125th Street with the onks and all of that, the whole Tet brothers. That wasn't them either. They was a totally different other energy, some other shit. I, and it was it was deep. It was hundreds of thousands. It might have been hundreds of thousands that came out in those two days. You know, some of them are pro-black. Some of them bohemian. Some of them are universal. Some of them are, some of them are, uh, 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 are like, uh, uh, what they call that, um, where it's like no sex? Asexual. Androgynous. Androgynous, yeah, like, but the black version, like family, you never seen no shit like that. You ain't never seen, I know they have something to go down and um, where you at in Baltimore, the Electro Fest or something, but they, they, yeah, they, they, they rock with, yeah, they rock with the ratchet. Like, they, they rock with ASAP Ferb. You know what I mean? Like, they rock with the black rock and roll stuff. They rock with Fishbone, and you know what I mean? Like, that's what they move with. They It's, it's artists that I've never heard of. But they rock with the ratchet. They love trap music. They love ratchet. You know what I'm saying? And they might style on the on the, on what y'all call God Hop. They might be like, that shit is black. Like, I can't turn up. You know? Or they might not. They might love it. I don't know. But we need more social experiments. It's social. It's, it's just social experiment time. Cause I, 
it's, it, I wanted to talk to everybody and just pick their brains. I wanted to find out what's on your mind. Like, what do you think? What do you, what, what do you prescribe to? So it's like Everisa saying that flood, it came in like the Aquarian flood. It was a flood, and it's growing. And we need to find out how to either, because like I said, they deal with Europeans in a way that I might not be dealing with them at the end of the day. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not going to condemn them for that. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to utilize their liaisons at the end of the day. I, I figured that one out. I was like, oh, shit, I found my liaisons. Like, I found if I wanted to deal, I could work through them to work through to work through people who I might not necessarily rock with like that because I'm working on my own people. No disrespect. No disrespect. But there's liaisons in this world. Because they might, I've, I've had people come into the conscious community and use us as liaisons to get to certain people that they don't, and and I, because and, they don't know how to approach them. And I totally felt how people who are not conscious feel at conscious events. I get it. You know when you be at like festivals and it's like eighty fathers is on the sideline and shit, like looking at each other, like who are these niggas? Like where where do they be at? Like who hit them? But at the same time, they're checking it out, like they're they're impressed. Right? Some of the most beautiful, gorgeous goddesses that I've ever seen. And they were free. It's a difference. It's a big difference. They were more freer, and I could see their spirit was more free. They didn't have that much baggage around them. I could feel the energy. Like, they were very free in their expression. And you've seen that in their, in, in their auras. You saw it in their energy field. You just saw the way that they interacted. You saw the, you know what I mean? Like, me and Amir was there checking it out. Like, this is some weird shit, you know. But it's like you said, it's Aquarian, and, it, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. And I, I'm willing to learn more about it. I want to learn more about this era because being at that event made me say, I, I was like, yo, it's time for the lecture to go down. The revolution will be digitized because I see it. I see, my, I see the audience. I see the target audience. I see the niche. I see the demographics. It all makes sense now. Because at first, I didn't really, I was holding on to it because I didn't know if the people who were into Kemet and the brothers and sisters that were into the past and the brothers and sisters that want to overthrow the government with, like, you know, they want to have firefights and shit like that. Like, you know, like they're really in a G.I. Joe bag. Like, they really in a, um, like, they really in a wrestling shit. Like, it's really wrestling, fam. I saw wrestling the other night, and I, I get it now. I got it. Like, a lot of these dudes grew up watching Hulk Hogan and NWO, like the New World Order and Triple H, and I'm dead ass serious. Like, that, a lot of that debate shit is wrestling family facts. Like, I saw it. And a lot of people's perception of, you know, who their heroes are, like Blue was saying, it comes, and it's very homoerotic as well. It comes out of that wrestling bag. Real talk. Like, that's not my era. We did, we did Ultimate Warrior. We grew out of that shit, though. We, we left that alone a long time ago. It's dudes, and I'm, my people that's out there that's in a wrestling bag. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> if we're going to do it, do it correctly. We did WWF, the entire roster, British Bulldogs, Randy Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, <laughs> Ulti, you know. Yeah, Anderson, Roddy, Roddy yeah, Piper, um, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. We didn't do yeah. WWE, though. Royal Warriors, Talking Animal. Yeah, yeah. 
and we let the we, we flip. Remember, they, father, remember they had the African dude. Huh? Remember they had the man African, but my dude who had the bone in his nose. That's when. Oh yeah. And I know that I know, I'm Because my father, he used to outlaw it. He's like, none of that. My father, he didn't let us play with G.I. Joe's because he said that was reinforcing a Western militaristic mindset. He didn't let us look at wrestling, you know what I'm saying, because he's like, that is reinforcing a Western European mindset. And he was like, the shit is fake. He's like, you you buying into this whole emotional attachment about how people fight, and that's not even real. So he's like, why would you get invested in that? He's like, you can see, I mean, he used to let, let us watch the um, WrestleMania when it used to come on Saturday nights on NBC, right? Because he just, it was Hulk Hogan. Like, come on, B. Like, come on, Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Don't hang on that. It's entertainment. We understand the difference. We never bought into it. You know what I mean? So he allowed us to dabble in it lightly, I guess. But I see people that was willing to fight me if I was telling them, yo, that shit ain't real. What? Nigga, what? And it was because they was raised on it in the father figures in their household, whether it was their uncles or their grandfathers, because normally it wasn't their fathers per se, but the, the men that they looked up to looked up to the wrestling, and they felt like that shit was real. You know what I mean? And I saw that that developed a psychology within them where they worshipped European white males, or they looked at them like they were iconic warrior figures, you know? And those are the same people that were easier to be led in sports because the coach just replaced the wrestler, and after the coach, it was the police authority. It goes from the coach to preachers to police. Yeah, because they all the same. They, they, shout they, they, all the yeah. huh. they shout orders. Yeah. They shout orders at you. I know that shit for a fact. I know how the, the COs used to come in the unit, and all of these dudes that were supposedly thoroughbred, it's killers and all of that. The only thing the COs used to have to do was talk about sports, and these niggas was buddy-buddy. You understand? Buddy-buddy. Buddy-buddy. So that's, that's, that's the common um, bridge and what have you. But, yeah, I do want the family to understand that this conversation that we're having about the quote-unquote counterculture, about Aquarius, has everything to do with the conversation that we're having tonight about military and military response and what you're seeing, the buildup, and what we saw in Ferguson, and this scene, this, this, this sort of detachment that the generation seems to be having. You know, if nothing else, Ferguson exposed a lot of things. As a psychoanalysis, you can sit back and you can write treatises based on what you saw in the last two or three weeks an assessment of where the people are at and where the people are going was put on display for the world to see. And based on that, it will determine the next few moves to get made. You feel me? Because anyone that's data mining or collecting information has enough information now that they can go back and be like, okay, our next move is going to be this. Our next move is going to be that. But there's also celestial influences at play that not too many people are talking about. So I want to speak on that because... That's the background support. That's the energy that you don't see. You know what I'm saying? And what you see in the physical is just an expression of that. So we're seeing the way the people are moving and we're seeing, seeing the way the energy moves, but how can we identify and track that energy? You know what I'm saying? 
what time are we actually in? What's going on? So I wanted to bring forth the Cosmo physicians who have a firmer grasp on these particular things to speak directly as to what it is we're seeing because I'm just seeing a lot of people getting hell of emotional about certain things that they can't change at this particular point. It's like you're trying to stop the train that's going downhill. You're going to get run over. You can, get, you, can, you know, get out of the way of the train. You can get to the next stop if you want to get on the train, you know, or you could decide to walk home for the day and just forego the train altogether. You do have options. But I don't want to see nobody get run over by the train. You know? So, yes, my brother, please continue. Well, um, um, talking about that, it's real, I'm going to put it in real simple terms for us. I think everybody can understand mostly what, if, no, they just don't tune in here if they're not knowledgeable. So I'm going to speak to everybody like that we all know. So Aquarius is the age of revolution, right? And, and it's a sign of revolution and rebellion, okay? So now Mars or, 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 or the planet that rules that, that sign is called Oranos. That planet in astrology now rests in the sign Aries. And Aries is war, conflict, weapons, military, police, brutality, uh, bullying, brashness, leadership, steel, iron, blood, the head, you know, uh, the face, personality, the, uh, the extroverted energy, the sex drive, you know, is to get up and go get them. It's initiative. It's drive. So if, if, if this is what it is, then you take those keywords and you make a portrait in your mind of what those words mean. So let's draw a portrait. Okay, Aurora's rules Aquarius. Aquarius is revolution and rebellion and freedom, okay, and weird and different, right? All right? And the future. And it's higher technology and futuristic. Now, you take and it's uh, explosions, all right? And, it's the, and it represents aircraft and, uh, you know, uh, uh, flight, okay? So you take those key words and, you know, you take its ruler and place it in the sign of Aries, and you take war, leadership, military, uh, 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 fast, furious, oh, fast, not furious, but fast and, and quick, or, or 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 red blood, or you know weapons. Okay, and Aquarius also the masses, it's the humanity as a whole. Now I'm gonna take some of those words and put them together for y'all. Okay, weapons, Aries, of mass destruction, Oranos. This has been going on for a while. It's a seven-year cycle. Okay. Now, there's something called chain of dispositorship. It's like uh, lighting a chain of firecrackers. When you light one, it'll go down and boom, and it sets off all the other ones like a domino effect. That domino effect, you have to search for it in the stars. So if Oranos, which kicks off sudden upheaval, disasters and catastrophes, we've been having earthquakes, all kinds of things been going on, nuclear power plants exploding, <laughs> okay, all this kind of stuff, you know, futuristic technology, all that, all right, that's what it represents, and it's in the, the, the sign of initiative, the sign of new beginnings, the sign of, 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 of blood, <laughs> bloodshed, war, danger, police, you know, uh, uh, those things, so what we're going to get is <coughs> 
police brutality on the people. You dig? Now, you get weapons of mass destruction. You dig? You get new revolutions. You dig? So we're just going to take play with those key words. In the last three years, we've seen everything we just, I just explained in that configuration, in that portrait that we're painting right there. We've seen it all. Okay, we've seen the weird come to the forefront. You know, even even the rap industry they start looking like robots and talk about I am Martian. <laughs> you dig? It's all everywhere. So this is just the beginning, by the way, guys. We ain't nowhere near through. You know, as far as what's about to go down. This is about this is the real revolution starting. We're sparking it right now. You should be proud to live in this age. We are the Zetepi. Okay. <laughs> so what this energy is showing you is what comes next. Well, we have to find Mars because Mars rules Aries. Well, currently right now, Mars is in the sign Scorpio, conjunct Saturn. Let's play with the words there. Saturn is control, restriction. It is uh, uh, black. It is dark. It's heavy. It's gravity. It represents the bones and skeleton. Calcium, okay, it represents uh, 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 endurance, long-lasting, time, chronos, fathers, father figures. It represents success through our struggle, all right? It represents the very best, the highest, okay? So now you take that and you take Mars, quick temper, arrogance, brashness, Bloodshed. So, Saturn is also corporation and heads of states and governments. Okay? And it's in Scorpio, the son of death, rejuvenation, transformation, metamorphosis, sex, orgasm. <laughs> okay, the reproductive organs, extremes. Okay? So. You put those words together, and look what we have here, extreme police brutality. And he explains also Orion's and Aries, okay, explains that. Extreme police brutality equals Mars plus conjunct Saturn, or Mars plus Saturn plus Scorpio equals extreme police brutality. Now, since Mars rules the current situation, the age is Aquarius, right? It's ruled by Aras, and we find Aras and Aries, which Mars rules, and it explains that this is taking place on the masses. It's taking place on the people. It's taking place suddenly. It's jeopardizing your freedom. All of these are, all you think of Aquarius. It has to do with enlightenment, because this is where we got to get it or get gone. You dig? This is the new age, and the new age represents revolution. This is a revolution of consciousness. That's why I always say, let's rock. You dig? This is a real revolution going on of consciousness. Because uh, he explained to you about a lot of the brothers going on with the Hulk Hogan mentality and wanting to rock out G.I. Joe style. Well, how are they going to rock out when the, the enemy has people that will cut off your information, your TV, your electricity, <laughs> lock your doors? They have a way to see you and you, you know, you've been saying you're trying to rock out. Brother, you are slow. The war has gone conscious. It's viral in the conscious atmosphere on the higher levels, Aquarius. 
war is no longer just being fought on the physical. The physical, man, that's like a cold. You get your cold three days before it manifests in your body, don't you? Before you get the coughing and dribbling. Well, let me tell you something. The war is happening on the Internet, in your consciousness, in them higher uh, frequencies. Because Aranos is in, because Aranos is in Aries. And Aries is war. And Aranos is the higher consciousness. And so now... We find when Mars conjunct a uh, uh, Saturn, well, it's revealing to you because Mars is also a revealing sign because it's the first sign. So it's very revealing. It's the rising sign. So it's revealing to you the corporations and the government are in league with a war on your consciousness. And your only uh, ability to uh, retaliate is to, to, to form a... a, 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 a uh, a unity of consciousness amongst each other. You see, another thing about the weird conscious community a lot of our people have to catch up on. We, the brother talked about earlier how we're not how he saw our people, but I can tell you as a, a black comic book writer that we're not supported by my people. And we should is a lot more y'all should because we're the ones who are gonna write your future. We're, we're putting it on paper. We have the ideas because this is the age That's of Aquarius, right. and Aranos is in uh, uh, Aries. Aranos is higher consciousness, and Aries is the, the, the mind, the physical brain. So the higher consciousness right now, the spirit, the breath of God, the, which, which is the water pouring out, dwells within the vessel now. We are the ancestors return. Our children are the ancestors return. Uh, we are the Zatepi. Come to us in the new age. And this is what's going on right now. That angst you feel rubbing against everybody, everybody wanting to explode and express themselves and dig deep and just be revered. They want to be uh, altruistically extreme, whereas though there's no responsibility. It's easy. This is what it is, and we all have to accept it. This is the way of the world is going to now. But see, also we're moving to more to an egalitarian society, which is also a more enlightened society on the Christ side where women uh, and becoming just as powerful with men again and it's a wonderful thing because they should there should be a balance all right and remember that in the ninth place of Aquarius this age this in the ninth place of his prosperity and abundance sits okay sits the sign Libra balance equilibrium partnership so I gave you the key right now right now partnership he talked about it earlier, how he wanted to put a lot of brothers on, you know, by asking them. But partnership is how we're going to survive this age. Because we got to plant the seeds because this age goes into the next age of Capricorn. And the next age of Scorpio, where the age of the, of, of the, what y'all call, what y'all call, the more and the new, the Nubian man, or, 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 or Nubian woman, will come back yeah. into a power. See? Yeah. Reese, I don't mean to cut you. That, I, let, let's, let's rewind. That Afropunk that I went to on Sunday was the most Moorish event that I've ever been to. It trumped every single Wednesday class or Moorish lecture that I've ever attended. That shit was the Moors right there. But it played out in the past, present, and the future. It was everything that I read about. It was everything that I've been studying in the flesh. Because we created rock and roll as I was as the Moors. They created the instruments and the music. The cosmopolitan thing where they with everybody of every culture, that's Moorish. The whole artistic expression and all, yo, I don't mean to cut your wisdom, but please go ahead. 
Because you build. Nah, man, that's you, 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 you're understanding it. And and, and check it was, this. Yeah, uh, it's Neo Morris. It's Neo Morris. It was talked about before by other scholars. It's Neo Morris, not Morris Science Temple. It's <laughs> because, now I ain't taking no shots. You know what I mean? It's long, yeah, yeah. it's long, it's long. But it was there. It was Neo Morris where the temple is you. Them niggas was drawn on their temples. God damn it! The circle yeah. was on niggas' foreheads, man. Like that's how they that's how they moving with it. The temple is the body, and they really exhibit that. They not in the temple. They in the streets. They 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 was out. Yes, they're taking it from the temple to the streets, my friend. And that's the motto of the day. Yeah, day. So you know Mars and uh, Saturn conjunct. The last time it conjunct, it was in Libra. We find back when it uh, uh, conjunct in Libra a few years back, a lot of laws changed, dealing with uh, same-sex marriage, a lot of the divorce laws changed, a lot of politicians, uh, uh, more politicians were found to be corrupt, and it was uh, uh, placed on uh, in the media than any other time period ever. You know, we, we're looking at uh, uh, a united, a, a undercover but united, united uh, ability to undermine uh, uh our partnership is our people all throughout. There, you see it happening. Mars, I want to point out to people, is also, in my opinion, but I have proof of this, so I don't think it's an opinion, actually, but I, I have to state that because I, can, I, I get a lot of debate on it, especially in the astrological world, represents the Caucasian or the European. Okay, That's what Mars and Aries represent. All right, and I, I, I have uh, some writing on it called uh, the Cosmophysics of Race and Color, <laughs> and the Cosmophysics of uh, 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 Racism. Y'all should read that. <laughs> you should really read that. Okay, and it talks. About, I, I talk about how the white people or or the Caucasian or the Europeans, the fire people, and they're here to burn things down. That's what they're purposes, so don't you be mad at what they are doing, because they're doing what they're supposed to do, but we are the water people, okay, and we are the healers of the world, and the caretakers of the most powerful element in this material dimension, all right, on this low vibration, water reigns supreme, if you don't know anything, that's why you're mostly made of it, that's why you need it, <laughs> all right, so listen, that's why the woman is the queen here, all right, water, represents that, all right? And we are the people of that. That's why we're so easily to, to be to call the music and the dance and the rhythm and the arts, and we are the healers, you know? That's us. But we're so busy trying to do what they do, and we're not that. If everyone did what they were supposed to do, you could do what you want to do. That is the supreme motto of those who are aeons. So you do what you're supposed to do so you can do what you want to do. Mars represents... The European. Aries is the European. Oranos represents sudden upheaval, revolution, and it represents freedom. So the Caucasian or the European is in an uproar. They're going through a revolution. This is why they've been so blatant with their racism. You did? This is why you get the police, Aries, sudden brutality on the masses. Oranos. 
and that that entire thing is echoed by where Mars is in the chart and currently is in Scorpio. And we see how a military, you know, I wrote about this earlier, too, on the blog. And for some reason, I haven't had time to get, you know, Saturn and hadn't had time to really blog like I always do because I'm in the mix of doing some things behind the scene for cosmophysics, the jiquando of astrology, okay? So I, I wrote something about Saturn and, and, and Saturn, and Mars, Mars is military, Saturn is, you know, uh, uh, corporations or the government and Scorpio's death. And, I, and as I wrote it, somebody sent me a link and I read this, this military, this woman, she, um, she was in the military and she, she, she hid herself away in like the commander's office, bunker, who knows, whatever structure the commander was in, she hid herself in it, something happened, she blew her brains out. Well, you know, this describes Mars, Saturn, and Scorpio. The military, you know what I'm saying, Mars, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, she, she, she blew her brain, she killed herself. The self, Mars, killing or murder, Scorpio, you know, and her commanders or the person who was in charge of Saturn in, in their presence or in their structure, you know. So that happened. Now we flip that over to the police killing of Ferguson, okay? Right. We find how... Now you're starting to get the support for the police officer. When Mars went, when Mars conjunct Saturn, you, you you get a rush of this and, and, and ignited. It was already going on suddenly. Now it ignited. You got all these groups, these Facebook groups, and everybody's going viral with supporting that you know officer that shot that young Michael Brown down and murdered him. You know they supporting him. That's what they do. Okay, but they're going to do it because Mars because Mars is the ruler of Aries and Orion is there, so they are rebelling against their own written laws that they're trying to keep themselves in check. Really. They're rebelling against their own constitution. They're doing everything wrong because they, don't, they, don't, they, they, they can't stand it anymore. You know, don't make it different. We have a so-called black president, whatever. They've just, they're just downright tired of us, <laughs> and they want to put us in our place. You dig? They're tired of it. That's why you're getting all these uh, homegrown terrorists, you know, these NRI guys and things like that and things going on. This is a melting pot ready to blow up. And it's not just here. It's everywhere. you already seen it in Syria. you already seen it in Iraq, okay? Just a couple of months ago, uh, one of the heads of the U.S. Uh, Army or Armed Forces got his brains blew out by a terrorist, okay? Oranos represents terrorists and terrorism. Okay? And, and, the, and the reason why it represents that is because, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the reason why it represents that is because is, is the terrorists, they use like bomb, exploding bombs and they do it on the public and the expression of what they do. Okay? Because real fear, you know, that's Pisces, that's Neptune. Okay? But Aquarius is the 12th house of Pisces, so that's the terrorist in me, you know. And that's why you get all these terrorists, these bombs, and, you know. Now, look, we got drones. Aquarius is flight. Aquarius is aircraft. There's also automatons and, and AIs and, and uh, man-made things and computers and robots. So you got these drones, right? And these drones go do what? They, 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 they Mars. They kill people. They shoot them down. Boom, with their weapons. And so they're using these weapons or these, these Aurora's and Aries things because when the Aurora's and Aries, that's when we start using When the Aurora's went into Aries, that's when the United States began to use drones openly. <laughs> okay, against their own people. You did? So, 
if you follow the planetary signs, they will illuminate what is. And if you're in tune with that natural flow, well, that's what being a Medusa or a Magi is about. That's real magic right there. And that's when you got the glow. And that's what we do here in Cosmophysics. We try to teach to the people. We don't profess to be no moral leadership here. We lead that to other people. We're no religion either, and we don't profess to house any of your ancestral gods and goddesses. That's not what we're doing here. No. But we do have a knowledge that most don't have, and the people who do have it hide it from you. And it's written already. Everything is all laid out. The Creator has laid everything out for you already. You should be blessed to be Zatapi. And you know, Blue know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that he, they, these are the signs of the time. Now, you also have Saturn and Mars conjunct in Scorpio, but the American chart is the Gemini rising. So I place that in the sixth place or the sixth house of the American chart, which talks about the health of the nation. And you can see how the health bill, or, you know, how health care has changed dramatically. And you're going to see how the corporations are now going about the steps, taking that open chunk out of the health care industry again, even with Obamacare. And you're also talking about the Ebola, one of the Ebola victims was supposed to be killed and coming back over to America. Well, you're going to find that there's going to be small outreaches of that stuff because the health of the nation is at stake here with Mars being a, the planet of danger and fire and igniting things and starting things, and Saturn, you know, being a uh, 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 control, and Scorpio being death, you know, and regeneration. So it's going to be a cleansing here in America. It just started in Ferguson. It was just, you know, one, it was just one, you know, one of many to come on. And, we, you know, we, we had, but it's been going on. You know, since, you know, the officer, he mentioned the officer who shot the other uh, police officer. He was fed up, and they never showed what happened to him. In fact, instead of showing what happened to him, I remember watching a burning building, and they switched to Obama. <laughs> and when Obama was talking the whole time. So, you know, the media is doing, it's playing its part on all sides because the media rep is represented by uh, uh, Mercury or Gemini, and that's neutral. So whatever powers, you know, uh, whatever powers that be influences how their influence is going to go. So we need to influence that. You know, the brother talked about earlier how our, our, they watched all these things, but his father kept saying, no, that's the European, this and that. And that. Well, the, the sad part is we didn't have anything else to watch, anything else to do, so all we had to do was watch that. It's a blessing that we were able to, like he said, say that's just entertainment and separate that and not get caught up in it for real. But it's a lot that's going on, and that has right. a lot to do with planet Neptune which is yeah. fantasy, illusion, drugs, and alcohol, and how this Neptune is in his dignified, it's on his throne, it's in Pisces, and how that affects what's going on as well, because Pisces and Scorpio, where Saturn and Mars is, man, they're trying. So this is a very powerful configuration going right now. The government is duping us Seriously, and they deepen a lot of people, and they're using the metaphysical community to do it. And boy, you said it when they send their liaisons to get the people who they know they can't get next to without you. Yeah, facts. it's going down. <laughs> this is a revolution of consciousness. Down. They want you too, Malachi. They want you too. I'm telling you, when I did when we did the Trayvon Factor last year, I mean, like, how could you know what I'm saying, like? How, how how soon we forget as a people and as a community who don't study collectively. You niggas debate and you tear up every, you know what I mean? They, they, they run around and try to 
tear down everybody for egotistical reasons, but they're not crafty enough for there's an org, there's no study group, there's no think tank like the master teachers who laid it down and then left, but left the request in the community and nobody has honored that. So there's no study group, so we don't win the quickening, so niggas don't remember what happened last month, let alone what happened a year ago. This is the exact time to a year ago was taking place with the whole Trayvon acquittal fallout. You niggas didn't kill Zimmerman. So after that, we've been devolving. There, there has been a desensitization. We, we were defeated as a people. Your image was destroyed. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking to the people on the phone per se, not necessarily you per se, but, you know, your people, niggas, the, your kinfolk, okay, who said that they was tough guys, who said that they was thugs, who said that they was the baddest niggas on the planet. Now you had a motherfucker named Zimmerman who went ahead and killed somebody. Niggas went and bought Skittles and wore hoodies and marched and asked for all of this retribution. But that's not... That's not you, you. You fall on deaf ears with the Europeans. They they know warfare. They deal with war. They were they they Judeo Christians. They deal with eye for an eye and two for two. Do you know that they made homie that got beheaded by ISIS a martyr already? He's not a victim anymore. No, he's not a victim. He's a patron saint for the new conflict that's taking place for their new campaign. Man, that shit happened overnight. They beheaded him. They was droning him that night. And they showed his family, they probably brought the family in and showed them the pictures of them niggas getting blown to pieces. So the family might play games on CNBC and CNN, play all uh, uh, kumbaya, oh, let's bring them to justice. But they got their bloodlust satisfaction when these images of the drone attacks. That's a, that's a martyr right there. They're in the art of martyrdom and you're not. You don't know what martyrdom is. And you niggas said that you were spiritual and y'all wasted my time. And you're not spiritual, and you damn sure not busy. You're not revolutionaries. You don't know how to make martyrs, so you can't even summon the spirit of a Trayvon Martin or a Mike Brown to go to war with, or even to do any kind of work. Don't call him to your altar. You ain't feed nobody. How, how could you call him to your altar when you don't feed him? You haven't made him a martyr. Them niggas over there in Ferguson, they and I'm not calling them. I'm not saying anything derogatory in a way, but if they knew the science if they knew how to make martyrs out of their people and how to make your, your, uh, the spirit work for you, it would be a different ballgame that we're dealing with right now. I'm tired of watching the news. My timeline is despicable right now with all of this victimhood. I'm not in the art of victimhood. I'm in the art of martyrdom and some other things. You know, I'm a scorpion. We deal with war. We don't deal with no other shit. I don't do ice bucket challenge. I don't put my hands up, and I'm damn sure I'm not going to be on my knees. I'm putting a budget together right now that if anything ever happens to me, you niggas is going to make me a martyr. Facts, like somebody, I don't, don't play with me. Don't march for me, bro. That could be the, you know, you could you could fool them with the march, but fly some drones in my name. And ever since last year, when they did that to that young man and nobody did anything to that other European, but you did, you, you sprayed up the house that Pookie was in and Ray Ray was in. We, I watched all kind of murders take place on Worldstar and on my, on, on my news feed about black people killing each other when they violated each other. But because you're God, you're Jesus, but who you, who you think is the holy people, you think that they're the chosen race. Stop lying because that's how you feel. We did the... We did the test. We did the psychological test on 125th Street. They had people coming up to me. We had three pictures, Malcolm X, most, uh, Marcus Garvey, or Jesus Christ. 
and ask the crowd. We ask about a thousand people which one of them means something to you, which one of them means the most to you, which one can you relate to in your struggles or your life right now. And 80% of them said Jesus Christ. And they wasn't even calling them. They were saying God. And this was a picture of Caesar Bourgeois. It was like God, 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 God means something. God, God, that's my God, God, God. He has me. He's making me breathe. He brought me here. He died for my sins. He's the reason why we're here. He's the reason why I was born. I was like, so how the fuck was people born before he got here? Huh? There was great civilizations before he got here. How did that happen? And if he died for your sins, why is niggas still dying today? Like, what are you talking about? But anyway, I sip, I drink my tea. You know, I'm on my Kermit shit. Right? <laughs> but because because the populace are secretly, either secret, and remember, this shit is on the heels of 12 years of slave. You know what I mean? Like, white people don't respect you. They don't have to respect you because you, you, your portrayal of respect, your shit is shot. Your image is shot. Shot. Worldwide. It's shot. It's shot. You have no image like they had on Hidden Colors 3 where he said the Europeans said he's not even afraid of you no more. He don't respect you, and he damn sure not afraid of you. That's why he push up on your women in front of you. I've seen it. And that's that O'Ronald's and Aquarius attitude, man, straight up. That's what that is. It's a disrespect of your freedom and your rights. Because Mars yeah. can, Mars on a low on a low vibration, or Aries on a low vibration, can be disrespectful, can be, you know, Straight negligent. Negligent and very selfish and bravado, you know, and a bully. So, you know, they're going to bully you. They're bullying people. You know, man, I, I, I'm telling you, man, I, was in, I, I left Washington, D.C. last year and went back to Baltimore. But without D.C., the most amazing thing that happened to me was when I was on uh, a train in D.C., they had that march for uh, against Obama. And I got on the train, <laughs> I got out the subway, saw all these old white people and their children, little children, they all had like these Obama monkey shirts on and Obama Hitler shirts on. And it was like when me and my girlfriend walked out through the metro, we kind of looked left and right. We're like, uh-oh, I think we just – I just thought I walked into the uh, the Twilight Zone. And they were all – they got all quiet when we got on there, right? And then I looked and said, man, you know, you old people should be ashamed of yourself. And no one said anything to me. But I said, y'all should be ashamed of yourself teaching these children hey. And, you know, my stock came and I got off. And then after I got off, I can hear them all cussing me out and stuff. You know, it's crazy. But they, 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 they're, they're out doing it, you know, blatantly. And I can imagine how wild it can get down in the South this way, you know. But it's everywhere. Right. The disrespect of right. your freedom and your rights. The, the disrespect of, of what has unified us in common courtesy and nationality. They're trying to remake the national, the national, redraw the national lines. And this is... Only going to spark the revolution that's already on its way. So fear yeah. not, fear not, <laughs> fear not. We, 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 I just want y'all to recognize the pattern in the stars. It's real easy. These planets and these signs have key words. Those key words paint the portrait in your mind, and you can put them together, and you'll, then you'll begin to see it, the living, breathing cosmophysics before you. You'll begin to say, wow, because the same time this, the same time that Mars conjuncts uh, uh, Saturn last time, we had the eruption in uh, Syria, I mean, uh, Iraq, and the revolutions over there in Egypt and stuff. You know, I think it was Egypt, and Ron Koo predicted uh, we were on, we were in um, uh, a group called Modern Astrologers, which... Uh, I don't know why we're in that group because the Europeans hate us there. But anyway, you can imagine, right? We were in there and all these uh, Europeans were talking about, yeah, this sign and this planet, and this is why this is going on in Egypt. 
And Rob Cool said, yeah, but y'all not making no prediction what's going to come next. And no one could say anything. He said, well, I'm going to show y'all. And he went <laughs> he went back in and said, this is going to happen next. And he gave them a forecast, uh, a three-month forecast of what was going to happen in Egypt. And everything he said to the day came true. You know they try to they, they they try to delete that out of that club, but don't worry about it. I got a copy of it, <laughs> and he predicted that whole Egyptian revolution because they hadn't had a full blown revolution yet. This was leading up to it. He predicted they they gonna they gonna get and he's gonna you know dictator's gonna advocate or some something like that or something was gonna happen to him, and it happened straight up. And just like right after that. Using the same formula that Rock who used, I said, "Oh, the president is about to announce that they, you know, they got that 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 dude, that Bin Laden dude. They got him. Watch, you know, boom, straight up, they did it. You know, they announced it, especially and, and when they announced it, Sag was on Sagittarius was on the ascendant, so they announced it to the world. You know, mass media was a big speech. Sagittarius was on the ascendant here in um in D.C. when they announced it. You know, so it, it, it's." This is what we do at Cosmophysics. It is a predictive science, okay? It is, it is the jiquando of astrology, and it's very easy to learn, and you can see the sign of what's going on. So you, when you actually want to know exactly what's going to go on next, well, it ain't over next. It ain't over. We're going to have more police brutality, more gang Gang violence, because Aurelius, I mean, Aquarius and Aurelius represents gangs, you know? Groups of people and gangs, right? And we got uh, that's in Aries, and Mars is in Scorpio. Well, Suge Knight just got shot, and he's Saturn. He's the CEO of something, or the top dog. So Mars yeah. conjunct Saturn and Scorpio. So you know the CEO. So he's not the only one that's going to be another was- head of state who's going to have an assassination tip on them. A head of state. Another one's going about to go down. You know, hopefully, you know, they survive it like Suge Knight did. But, you know, I don't know. I don't wish death on anybody. But, you know, a lot of the heads of states and government heads, they're in life and death situations and transforming situations right now. And so they're going to only do what it is their nature to do. And these people are Aryan. They're Aryan. They're Martians. Like he said, all they know is war. And their weakness is Pisces, by the way. I repeat. So the fantasy that we're talking about, Neptune, and the comic books, and all that, that's their weakness. I repeat, that's their weakness. I repeat, that's their weakness. I get him. Oh, all the military brothers out there and brothers and sisters, all the militants, I'm going to give you some Aries. Uh, I'm going to give you some Mars, Saturn, and Scorpio. I'm going to show you how to kill them. You use Pisces to kill him. Now, y'all research what Pisces is. You figure that out. That's how you kill him. I do it all the time. That's why they can't mess with me no more. And when they do, this is why, that's what I do when they come around me. You have to Pisces them to death if you want to overcome them. Now, if you want to join forces with them, that's something totally different. <laughs> But you have to understand, this is where it is. I want to, you know, I'm going to give it up, man, because I know my man Rob Cool is online, and he got some important things to say. And I want to take up all y'all time, but I really appreciate coming on and being able to build with y'all brothers in uh, dialogue. And, and, and I'm going to take you up on your offer, too, about brothers not coming and building with y'all. And you know I am because we talk about what we, what we talked about as far as those, those comic books. And so I'm going to get out of here. But before I go, you know, my name is Ever Reese, and I write a comic book 
uh, called Urban Sprawl, which is about the future. It's about the age of Capricorn. Cybernetics, like a cyberpunk. I call it cyberfunk, okay? <laughs> a, a, a comic book. And you can check it out. I'm uh, Aquarius Entertainment, okay? You can check it out on my Facebook page, Ever Reese. I'm also writing a new, uh, a new comic called Starfall, The Undoing, Rise of the, the Tappy Aeons, okay? And this is going to blow your mind. What I got going on because it's a cross-time dimensional story. And I got some of the most popular and most powerful um, independent black heroes in it, like uh, uh, um, Glyph X and um, Dreadlocks, you know, uh, I think his name is Mike Salone, you know. And so my own characters, like Naima from Urban Sprawl, and, it, and it's like I took some of the, I went to some of the top black artists and say hey guys let's all get together and do our own story together you know and we rock it out and blah 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 and this is and they, and they they put their faith in me they put their their belief in me you know because i came to them with a plan so this is what i'm gonna do this is a story i want to write this is what it is and underneath all the story this is what it's talking about it's talking about how we are the how we are the forerunners how we are the forerunners to the next revolution. And I put that in the comic books so your children can read that and grasp that spirit and rise up because they are the ancestors return and take their rightful place in this age. When he said they had a picture of Malcolm Garvey and Christ out there, I would have definitely touched out to Brother Malcolm. We spiritual brothers, him and I. <laughs> okay, so I won't give it up, but I, I just want to thank y'all. Y'all can find me on Facebook. You know, uh, I have a book coming out called Conceptual Astrology, which is going to blow your mind. You know, it's just taking it to the next level, and I'm spreading the love to everybody, showing artists like Khalid Scientific, like Blue Pill, you know, how to take, you know, cosmophysics and use it literally in their art and see it as they move and breathe. You know how you see that move beautiful mind and how he saw the numbers. That's why I see cosmophysics and I can show you how to do that every day, all day, like you breathe it. You know, that's what we do in cosmophysics. So you can find us at the Academy of Cosmophysics on Facebook, you know, and you can dialogue with anyone there and you can seek out the founder of it, Ra'aku, who taught me, or Maku Aku, or myself, Ella Reese, or Christian Littles, you know, or Cosmo Will, or, or, or uh, Darren, we are all the cosmophysicists, colleagues, scientific. You know, you can f reach out to any of us about cosmophysics, and we'll dialogue with you or about anything, honestly. We'll dialogue with you because cosmophysics is in everything, and we can show you how. We can show you the revolution of consciousness throughout the age, the revolution of consciousness that's going on right now. You know, we want to be with you and a part of you to move into the future, to create the new future. You know, our, our past is done. We have mastered it. We know where we come from. Now, what do you do next? 361. Uh-huh. Indeed, my brother. Get your obligatory. Shout out to my brother A.A. Rashid. He's cooking that Al Garapuna up as well. All right. Got that graphic novel on the way. And, um... Yeah, we definitely, definitely need more. You know what I'm Is saying? there a, a website for the graphic novel, brother? 
Huh? Everest? Peace. Is there a website other than the Facebook page, or is, is it the Facebook? Yeah, you can go to Aquarius Aquarius Entertainment dot com. Okay. Aquarius. And it should show you the Starfall and all that kind of stuff. You know, we got the we got a little server and web page stuff going on now. And so I just I just really you know I really invite anybody to come and just look at it because I'm doing things you know I'm taking what we're doing whatever whatever path you follow and I'm putting it in the artwork and showing you exactly how to do it you don't have to do it with astrology even you can do it with the tarot you can do it with the I Ching <laughs> you can do it with the uh, destiny cards you can do it with the bones if you want I will show you it ain't it's not it's not hard it's a universal code you dig it's a universal code when I talk to you. Is it Aquarius Entertainment? No, it's not spelled like Aquarius. Oh my goodness, it's not like it's spelled like the the, the uh the uh we call that the uh sign Aquarius. It's spelled A Q A U uh Y R U S I believe dot com Aquarius Entertainment. Um, or you okay. can just type in uh, Urban Sprawl. The graphic novel should take you there. Or um, Immortal Kiss. It's another book that's under our um, under our window. Immortal Kiss. Uh, you can look at the Immortal Kiss video on YouTube too. It's a vampire story. Talks about that. So um, you know we're we're just into taking, like he said, the creativity of our people and taking it to the next level. And I just want to show you how to uh, put your everyday uh, path into it, so that you're living and breathing, you know, your creativity. That's that's natural, you know. That's the way yeah. you should be. That's how you three sixty one to the next level. And, so you know that's I'm, conceptual I'm, astrology. I'm co-signing because, and I'm sure Blue can account for it as well. Because I saw yeah, people and what? You can see your phone, bro. Can you hear me better? Yeah, yeah, you're good. So I, I'm just I'm just uh, co-signing what the brother said because that's what it is that I was saying earlier about some of the people that I was seeing, that there was a, they, they were completely in their cultural and their creative freedom. They were immersed in it. And there was just a level of, I, I, was, I would just say they was in the aquarium bag. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, was, I saw what it looks like. You know, and I know that you in L.A. Blue, I'm sure it's out there like that, where, where the expression of a lot of people that are, immersed in their creativity and things of that nature and they're actually living like they're not they're not this is not a uniform. This is not like you put this shit on on Saturdays and you're conveniently conscious like or you're a weak and dread, you know what I mean? Like you know what I'm saying, you're a weak you're a Rasta imposter. You know, a lot of these people I could tell that this is their lifestyle, this is what they live and it's not it's not marginalized to what the puritanical people are trying to tell you how you're supposed to move or you know, it's a free expression. Like, you know, I, I'm a block of earring in my nose, and, you know, my hair might be yellow on one side and blue on the other. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have a polka dot tattoos on my neck. I'm just saying, like, you know, he he, he explained what that is. Uh, I, I would never have no thing here. You break that down, brother. Yeah, it's it's happening all over, and and the thing is, Mars and Saturn and Scorpio is this not happening worldwide with the revolutions and with Syria and the government conspiracies and corruption? You know, that's you know, it's also happening, you know, uh, to you. 
and wherever your chart is, whatever your rising is and wherever Scorpio falls in your chart, Mars and Saturn is there. You know, Scorpio is a sexual sign. Saturn is restriction and discipline. Mars is initiative and not thinking before you act. So what that's saying is right now on a general level is that if you're, if you're just starting a new sexual encounter and you're just meeting that someone and you got that sexual energy that, you know, that clearly rising and you want to get it on, you know, just hold up for a second. Saturn and Mars are telling you, hold up. Hold up for a second and, and, and do something different, okay? Telling you, hold up a second and, and just throw some discipline in and wait a little while. And if you're already in a long-term sexual relationship where you're comfortable, then this is a great energy to take and, and see the day because it, 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 it literally is like Viagra in the air right now. So, you know, it's going to enhance Whatever your your uh, you know your 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 sexual encounters is with your partner right now, and and you know dealing with deep massages and, and meditation uh, with your sexual encounters is is key right now with Mars and Saturn conjunct because that's like supreme meditation right there in Scorpio, you know. So you know it's a very sexual energy right now, and the people who can't release it, we're going to turn to violence. So if you feel yourself about to pop, get with your special someone and get it on. And, 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 and indulge yourself. Find where Scorpio is in your chart. Because, like, for instance, Scorpio is in your third place of communication thing. You want to do a lot more talking and communicating during that experience. You know? If it's in, uh, 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 if it's in, uh, Sagittarius, then you may want to you may want to go to a, a comedy or, or or go watch a comedian before you have that special night because uh, the ninth place or Sagittarius and Jupiter represents comedy and laughter, which he was talking about the comedians and laughter is the fifth place of Leo, the place of love, true love. So the fifth place of the true love, a true love is laughter, and that's why it makes the heart grow fonder. So. We can just go on and on and on and on, man. I can just have to, I can just do this forever. <laughs> I love y'all, but I gotta go, man. You guys, I love you. Check me out, people. You know, uh, Ever Reese, three sixty one. Peace. Brother Rob, cool. I see you on the line. Please press one if you're ready. Okay, family, and with no further ado, we present to you, caller from the 410, our brother, your brother, Wild Aku. Peace. Peace, Lord. Peace, family. Peace, everybody. Peace to the God. I, um, <laughs> I've been you, enjoying you know, this. You speaking? Yeah, I said you a Scorpio. Let me do this the right way. Yeah, come in with the guns blazing. <laughs> you know, um, one thing Reese touched on, but you know, he didn't he didn't explain because he was busy dealing with the elements and, and the um, the components of his motion. You know, we we have a tendency as people to be very short sighted. Okay, this short sightedness is the reason why we are so easily led astray, why we hard to lead in the right direction and easily lead in the wrong direction as a collective, okay? Because, indeed, there are a few who are going to possess that 
undying rebellion against convention and thus uh, act as an impetus through which an awakening or a different perspective can be maintained, right? But when when we talk about this, you know, we're talking about a police killing. That's it. You know, nobody else is looking at that entire energy as it as it manifests. We're looking at the peaks or the or different rays from the same body. You know, the sun scatters light in every single direction, man, infinitely. Up, down, north, south, east, west, all the way around 360 degrees at the equator, 360 degrees on, on, from any perspective. So it infinitely, in an infinite number of degrees from the center, it is radiating light. And such is the nature of reality, you know. We only see it with our physical eyes and only hear it with our physical ears for a, a specific moment in infinity. Okay, I'm not even going to say time. But in a, in a specific short snippet of infinity, we observe it. And we don't get to see it from every single angle all at once because that's humanly impossible. It's humanly impossible for you to stand in front of my door and see the back of my door. To stand in front of me and look at me with your naked eyes and see the other side of me. You can't do that. You can't be on both sides of me at once. So... This is what we have the development of our, of our minds and our visions for, so that we can widen the scope of what we physically see ideologically and analytically, all right? And, and, and for the most part, we are failing to do that because we entertain these controversies and these glitches in the fabric of, of an orderly matrix we look at them individually instead of collectively, you know. You injure your finger, you're not concerned about the rest of your hand or your arm. You're just concerned about your finger. But the, those who are aware know that gangrene can set in and infect the entire limb. And if not taken care of in proper fashion, the rest of the body and thus the whole vehicle. So, but, but, but we're so busy focusing on the fact I broke my widow nail. We're not looking at the entire picture. Back in 2012, bruh, those people who've been listening to this show since, ever since, you know, that were listening back in 2012, we discussed this trend. We discussed this trend, okay? Not this event in particular, not the Trayvon Martin event, <clears throat> not the, the upheaval People don't even understand that the same exact energy that that uh, uh, manifests as the the demonstration on uh, up at the stock exchange. What's the name of that street? I forget the Dow Jones Average Street. Hello. The what? What's you come on Wall Street? It was Wall Street, right? There was a protest on Wall Street. That same exact energy. Is the same yeah, exact energy manifesting the the campaign to bring weapons of war from Iraq into the streets of the United States to be used on citizens? It is the same energy that manifests a, 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 as a, 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 a killing right in the Baltimore area just the other day. A beautiful young woman was murdered, okay, with her family. 
it was a robbery, and it's, you know they, they they invaded the house and killed everybody in there except for the kids. And you know this is all the same energy. And what you have to do to really understand what was going on is look at it all as a bunch of ripples in one wave. You know, it's like if you ever did surfboard, you ever watch a surfboard commercial? You don't have to do the surfboard thing. You see this guy riding the wave? Well, there are several ripples and waves and drips and droplets of water that make up that compose that entire wave. And as a cosmophysician, that's what I'm looking at. I'm not picking it apart, isolating these incidents uh, per se, you know, specifically. Oh, the cops killed a guy, and, and he was blacking on them. And so what? They didn't, they didn't do this the thousandth time. Don't sit back and act like this is the first time that shit happened. And don't even think about bringing it up to me without discussing the entire ways that brings it about. You see? Because your cold isn't you coughing and sneezing. It's the virus that causes the symptoms which result in you coughing and sneezing. So there's a virus that's, that's, that's easily identified in the heavens. Like the, in, I was reading the introduction to the show, and you said, does the heavens support? And, you know, I have to get semantic with that word, not because of, of you, Blue, because I understand you when you write. And, but the, the average, the, the layman take that word support and be like, you know, the 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 astrologer said that the heavens support that shit, you know, and it, and it, they condone it. <laughs> you know, we don't have to clarify that word right there. There's nothing that occurs on the face of this earth or anywhere else that isn't indicated or that doesn't cope, doesn't concur with the motion of a planetary body in our solar system or in the heavens. Period, because everything is moving constantly, and there's something that concurs with that motion, and thus would exhibit the cycle of that of that event. So that being explained, I hope it breaks it down for everybody to understand. Right? We're looking at the entirety, the entire picture here. I'm not isolating the Michael Brown shooting, because that's just like the the year before last when the when the cops shot the brother in the back three times at the subway in New York simply because the brother looked up off the ground. He didn't even try to get up. He just looked up at the cop, cop pulled the gun out and shot him. It's right on YouTube, okay? So you, you have to understand, Reese pointed at Uranus and Aries. Well, this has been there for the last three or four years, and there's a series of events that's triggering that, amongst other things in the Zodiac. I'm really, I'm not going to be able to touch on everything tonight if the show was eight hours long we wouldn't be able to touch on everything. So don't leave here disappointed when you when I don't get to elaborate on the aspect of it or the perspective from which you were looking, all right? I'm going to do my best to illustrate to you the trend and what the heavens are concurring with in their motions with that regard. And what we and our, you know, recognizing those components uh, uh those those components that manifested in the real world, we recognize their um, what is related to them in our own psyche, in our own manifest being, 
You know, like, for example, the technology and science in the world is ever-changing. Well, in the individual self, what is the mechanism that is the match, that is the concurring factor with that? And that is our intuition and our inventive capacity. And as collectively, human beings are going through a refinement of the inventive faculty, it results in an age where inventions and technological advancement become the order of the day, okay? So when we get to talking about the age of Aquarius, okay, mind you, the age cycle is a sub-cycle. Yeah, it, it, we're referencing a period of time that is 2,160 years. And if you have any comprehension of the time periods used to map the progression of this solar system, you would understand that that 2,160-year cycle that we're all up in arms about as to whether it is Pisces or Aquarius, okay, um, is just a very short period of time and an even greater cycle that has more to do with the ecological or the climate that's on the earth right now, where the poles are, where the equator is, and things of that nature. All of this lends to the overall picture. So, but I'm not even going to get on that broader scale because the mundane, average mind, the layman, sees no, absolutely no use for understanding. I'm not going to be here 2,000 years from now. You know, so what do I need to know? You know, so we're going to deal with, the, first of all, the fact that this is the age of Aquarius. You know, regardless of where the constellations are, anyone who has an understanding of medical astrology, anyone who has experience in, in, from my school, cosmophysics, knows that the sidereal signs, the, the constellations, do not concur with the physical organs on the body. Okay? And, and nor do they concur with the series of events. When they say uh, sidereally that we are still in the age of Pisces, in both the sidereal and the tropical schools, the Pisces is religion, Pisces is chemical, Pisces is belief. We are so far removing ourselves from that and have been removing ourselves from that for the last 500 years. There's no, as we're right on the cusp, we are seven degrees into the age of Aquarius, okay, in terms of using the tropical zodiac to determine the ages and the events, the phenomena, the progress of humanity and historic events to support that. We left Pisces before the European emerged from the, from the, age, from the Renaissance. It was during the Renaissance that uh, religion was being questioned. It was during the pre-Renaissance, during the 1100s, 1100s, that the Chinese were drilling for oil with diamond tip, um, with diamond tip drills. So, you, you know, you, the, the, what you don't know about to the technological advancements and where they actually were born and birthed were that they were manifested, manifesting 500 years ago. We've been in the technological age. We enter the end of, uh, of Aquarius through a measure called a duad. You know, we divide each sign into 12 subsections of two and a half degrees apiece. And as we know, the ages move backwards to the zodiac. They move retrograde. All right, which actually is forward for them, uh, uh, but in terms of human development on an individual or a cultural scale, it's moving backwards. But human being development on a conscious level is moving direct. Okay, but either way, it goes counter the uh, the traditional order. 
all right? And when you chop these up into dwas, it starts off with the dwad of the sign. So the very first two-and-a-half degrees section of Aquarius from zero to two-and-a-half degrees is ruled by Aquarius. Well, if you do that sequence, that numerical sequence, which is the end of Aquarius to 29 degrees, between 27-and-a-half uh, uh, to 29 degrees Aquarius, we have the dwad shama of Capricorn, all right? Now, we know that that Dwight started in 1453 because this is when man, the, the Caucasian man, if you want to be specific, but this is when man started to develop explosives to the point where it, it, it affects for mass killing. Okay? We started using bombs on the battlefield back in the, in the 1100s, 1200s, y'all. So for y'all that think that the grenades are the product of the 20th century, wake up. It's not the, it's, that's not what's happening. So we know we're in that because after um, 70 years times two and a half, which is uh, 14, damn near 15, 150 years, okay? Not seven years, but 72 years times two and a half. It's almost 150 to 180 years long. 180 years later, we started developing power transportation for the population of mankind. And after Capricorn comes Sagittarius in the progression in the order of progression okay so and after we started putting the railroad all over the world more wars and more killing and more coercion of one government upon another country to conform to government started manifesting and now we're in the uh the early 1200s moving on up all right? So you have to understand that, you know, I don't want to dwell, dwell too long on that because there's no way we're going to be able to glimpse this entire wave. But I, uh, uh, we can take small features of it to, so you can put together at least uh, uh, some small semblance of to what I'm referencing to understand that everything that happens is, is written in the sky and it actually happens to support the intelligent plan that this universe has in terms of the unfoldment and development of humankind, all right? No matter how tragic, no matter how um, despicable or tyrannical the act, it all contributes to the, the, the greater good. I mean, this is just my philosophy, you know. I'm not a, a, a doom, uh, uh, you know, I don't believe in doom, that we're doomed. I believe that we're doomed to deal with our demons, but uh, we're not necessarily going to be doomed by trying to undo them. Okay, we can triumph over our demons. But at any rate, so we, we look at that wave, all right, and we understand that the scepter of authority on earth is passed from culture to culture, you know. To, as far back as we can go, the original Asiatic black man or more or African man or whatever term you want to use to describe the original man, all right, that it was passed from him to the to the Middle Eastern and uh, people in, in in Babylon and from Babylon it was passed into Greece and from Greece onto Rome and from Rome onto the rest of Europe. Well, it's gonna go sweep its entire cycle of every single race on the face of this earth is gonna have an opportunity to come to prominence and he will be demonized by a successor, no matter who he is. So you know. Uh, 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 the Caucasian is demonizing the African man because it passed from Egypt, which was a Taurian rule country, to Persia and Greece and Babylon, which is an area of the earth that is ruled by Aries. Okay? And it passed from there to the European 
to who who use religion in the proper age of, of Pisces to how do you say to quell the people and to govern put a governor on the development of human consciousness. But now we are in the age of Aquarius, and they're not going to stop using the tools that they have been using for thousands of years that we used before they used them. You know, just like the, they use Christianity and music and, 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 and media and film to shape and control the consciousness of the, the layman. We did the same thing in ancient Egypt. And, we, and the ancient Egyptians got their government from the so-called uh, uh, Shemshu Heru, the followers of, of Heru, so who were the Kushite people. And we can't really go very much further back, me, I can't, than the Kushite in history, because I don't know much beyond that. But I'm pretty sure there's an unbroken chain of, of passing from one family, from one uh, ethnicity, from one culture to the next. And it's going to be a non-stop, never-ending manifestation of, of, of evolution for man. Now, because we are also in a, a larger scale, we we in the Kali Yuga, right? And this is where man doesn't reach his intellectual lows, but he reaches his moral lows. So war, bloodshed, and oppression, genocide, and these things are going to be popular during this transition and we are like 5116 years into a 43200 year cycle so for all of you optimists stay optimistic but it's not over yet and it's going to get much worse before it gets better you know and and, and people appear to believe that it's better now than it was a thousand years ago but this is not so you know when after the civil war our people in this country, uh, uh, Asiatic people, the original man in this country, we had our own separate communities. And this lasted well into the 20s where we de developed economic power, but we had too much. And those uh, uh, bourgeois Asiatics that had acquired uh, 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 a taste for the things that were going on in the world, they wanted to be, have the same things that the Caucasians of their same uh, 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 economic class was having. So they sold us out. You know, they sold out and sold out all that they owned so that they could enjoy the cash benefits as opposed to the authority over these land matches and companies. And thus we are now relegated to where we're at now and being abused by the police with no representation in court because we're isolating incidents. We'll get all together like for Trayvon and wear a bunch of hoodies and go buy some Skittles. You bitch asses. Is that what you're going to do? If I show up at your front door and blow your brother away, bam, just kill your brother on the living room couch, bam, front of the whole house. And then I'm going to walk out. You And because I was drinking a, 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 a Budweiser and with, 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 a, with, with a white owl blunt, you're you going to protest white owls and Budweiser. And that's how you're going to treat me. You have to understand that the reason why the police, who are really the, the buffer understructure of the hierarchy between us and those who make the rules in this country, right, the reason why they're getting away with killing us is because we are not protesting. Man. Listening to your Reverend James, he is designed and educated to do nothing but pacify your black ass, man. It's nothing against your religion, but it's everything against the fact that you let one of your religious leaders keep you from defending yourself, keep you from making a stink about 
uh, an injustice. This is indicated by the placement of Neptune and Pisces, which will be there for like the next 11 years. So they're going to be really using religiosity. <laughs> Blue pill. You did. <laughs> really, really, religiosity or whatever that word goes. They're going to be using religion and yeah. <laughs> music and media and film. Your beliefs and make-believe. So whether your beliefs are make-believe or not, it's not even the issue here. They're still going to be using them against you. Now, you know God is the judge of everything, and you're supposed to believe that vengeance belongs to the Lord. See, that comment and that philosophy right there throws justice out the window. Because it's not on you to pursue justice as a human being. That's God's work. So if I chop up your little kids, don't you say nothing to me. Because you don't say nothing when the, when the, when the call, uniform Caucasian does it. You go out there and you stand in the street and you holler and wail. You don't actually refrain from buying from this Caucasian. We don't need no representation in Congress. If you niggas stop buying up their brand name and, and, and protesting in their stores, they will press their politicians to pass laws to protect us. Bash. We don't need to go. We really don't. But we are the economic power in this country. You go to any major city, who's wearing most of Nike's most of gold? Come on. Us? Us! We wear it because Tommy Miller and, 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 and Richard Anthony Smith, who, whose father is, you know, works for the town clerk and, and his father is the judge and he's a Caucasian, he wears Zings to school, dog. He don't wear no $150 sneakers. Nope. That money's going somewhere else. But we, does, we have to look does, the part. It free. Listen, he, the whole picture is, you know, they, it just dig how we are so off track. This is why this is happening. Okay, now look look at the configuration of the heavens to see what the heavens. And I'm going to try to break this down to the lowest compound, all right? I would, but, but not without giving you mundane information, all right, because that is the only examination that you have to gauge and understand what I'm putting forth, all right? I was doing my research today on police killings and what they're saying as well as what the underdogs, us, are saying about this. You know, niggas, you can't holler and scream to resolve nothing. That's not how it happens in the civilized world in any country, African, European, Asian, or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't work. You have to calm down and speak because can't nobody understand you while you're hollering and crying. It's just that simple, okay? So you have to look at this with a level mind, all right? The death of these innocents are designed to spur uh, the, uh, a conscious mind or designed to show the rest of the world where development and, and refinement needs to be, occur the most, just, so, just as... If you are uh, 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 into physical conditioning and you get into the decathlon, your your shot put is strong, your discus is crazy, your high jump is off the hook, but your relay is slow, dog. <laughs> you see? So where it is slow, this is where you need to buffer up. So human morality with regard to recognizing and respecting the life of another is really what is in question here, and we understand that. Because we have Uranus, which is the planet that points to the multitudes of man, okay? And what is going on in multitudinally or collectively, we look to Uranus 
in the chart to understand where mankind, where's mankind at right now in terms of his development. And he's in Aries. They're not just a place of war. You see, Aries on its basis, lowest uh, earthly manifestation is war, conflict, uh, friction, fire, burning, infection. It's those things. But in its highest expression, in its more refined expression, in the hands of a, of a refined and developed soul, Aries becomes recognition and intelligence, individuation. Not necessarily discernment and creating, but, but individuation, isolating, picking a specific path and staying straight to it. The most direct, shortest, quickest, efficient efficiency. So this is where Oranos is on the physical level. Mankind is de- developing that faculty, that essence of himself. Now, you cannot ignore the rest of what Aries is because in order for it to develop, it has to grow from the roots to the top of the tree. And Oranos, in order to flourish in there, because it's going to flourish, it's either going to grow like a garden unattended and the weeds are going to go crazy, or it's going to grow with you tending it. Okay? And these events, these injustices, because they oppose Libra, they oppose justice, are designed to spur the development of a sense of self-humanity and respect for self as a human and other humans as you would respect yourself. This is what Oranos and Aries is about on a social level, okay? On a corporate level, it deals with technological weaponry and uh, technologizing the police force and the military. It also deals with bringing force, which is Aries, to the public or to the forefront through technology, which is Uranus. And, we, and I'm going to give you evidence of that in one mention. I was, as I was looking today at the wave of police murders and military accidents, because that's the same thing, uh, police aggression against the populace is, is Uranus and Aries, with Pluto squaring it, the planet of cruelty, I mean, the planet of, of, of extremities and the sign, pardon me, of cruelty. So, the, you know, and, and corporate disorganization and restructurization. All of this is part of the gigantic picture to which man is experiencing on the mundane level authority figures getting out of hand because the, the nature of humanity is getting twisted. You know, it started uh, in the media it started gaining popularity back in the 70s when a woman was raped in Manhattan in broad daylight in an alley, and everybody heard it. Everybody was at lunch hour. Everybody heard it. It made national news, but nobody called the police for her because nobody wanted to get involved. That right there was at its peak where it developed, where human sensitivity and the the recognition of another human being that should have... Having should have or, 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 or needing to have the same rights that you would have, or wanting to treat the next person like you would want to be treated. This here is what the whole wave is about. Thus, we find the, our, our police killings. We find our other atrocity, other atrocious killings. All right? But what I found in the end of the day for the third time trying to get to it was they're trying to pass legislation for the, uh, the taser gun to replace the bullet shooting gun. And they're going to use these police killings, which are going to multiply, 
you know, to justify the fact that police should have tasers and they should use tasers and this here would be the answer to them just killing people. Well, then they'll just be tasing people more often. You're just giving them a license to tase people more often. And to look at that, I said to myself, wow, that is so ironic because I didn't think of that. Two years ago when we met here, I gave as many variations as I could in terms of uh, uh, what Oranos and Aries meant and what it would bring. And this trend that we're going through right now with the police violence, with the uproars across the globe in terms of rebellions and organized protests, it's all Oranos and Aries, with other contributing factors going on around the wheel, which would really complicate things here. So I'm trying to keep it simple, all right? It's about actually... Gaining knowledge of self and what, how the human being operates, you know, understanding what sparks anger, what sparks reflex or uh, response, and to intellectualize, to identify, to individuate these things and to start working on them, okay? The, marching on town hall and burning up your neighborhood in protest of what the police are doing ain't going to do it. I mean, the, quite blatantly, if a police officer, uh, you know, randomly got murdered every time they made a mistake and killed someone then they would become more conscientious about who they pull the trigger on you know the chinese have been a people in this country since before the railroad like right after slavery or probably before then you know but as far as education has allowed me to know they they started coming into noticeable prominence during the building of the railroad Okay, but they've been policing themselves ever since then. We don't hear about Chinese people getting lynched, man. They've been here just as long before California was here, before California was a state. You know, they've been here. We don't hear about them. They've been here consistently building. You don't hear about them getting lynched. You know, there are gypsies and other ethnic groups that are non-European or pigmented Right? They have been here. They have not gone through the, what we go through because they don't allow it. See? We, when, when, when the police get shot, we scream to the governor who is put in the office by people that financially back them that don't give a damn about you. You see? So we cry to the wrong people. All we need to do is police our own neighborhood and police the police. But we don't have the heart to do that. I don't want to get involved. That's Billy getting his ass beat by the police. That ain't my boy. You see, because there's no individuating that part of humanity, the individual that makes him a part of the whole, the part of the individual, Mars, that makes him a part of the collective. Oh, pardon me, Mars or Aries, the individual, that makes him a part of the collective. Oranos or Aquarius, all right? And that theme is going to continue to play itself out for the next seven years. Some souls are going to develop towards the proper extent. Some souls are not. And, you know, that is not something that we're able to gauge as cosmophysicians or astrologers. Who's going to actually benefit and grow and develop and who's not? That's not given to us, you know, nor is it really even important. You know, it's important to to and uh, uh, encourage the people to recognize it within themselves and make that change. And those who do, good. Those who don't, then it's, it's just the way it goes. Now, to move on, uh, to get more individuated with this issue, I looked at the birth chart 
of the cop, Daryl Wilson, who did the shooting. 40-year-old cat. And, I, and he was born in June, all right? His son is at, at zero degrees cancer. Ain't that something? You know, he's supposed to be a nurturer, a protecting and loving father. He probably is all that. And uh, just as racist and cruddy as any Klansman, you know, uh, outside of that, man. Um, the, the brother who got shot was a one-degree Gemini. Now, this is a, what we call in relationship astrology a, a semi-quincunx or a semi-sextile. His son, the police officer's son, is 30 degrees, sun, S-U-N, the position of the light, the sun, in the sky when he was born, what I'm referencing, in both of their charts. They're 30 degrees apart exactly. Now, even the novice in synastry or comparison astrology that deals with relationships will tell you that that is a karmic relationship. You know, and as I said on several occasions on this radio show before, you know, you look at the chart of the killer and the victim, and it looks like a marriage or a karmic relationship, according to the rules of astrological analysis. You know, so I did a look at this, and I noticed that in this chart, you know, this is so crazy. This is what keeps me so excited about this science, right? In the chart of the cop, his Saturn, which is considered an enemy of light, right? So anything that is light and happy and uh, uh, Saturn represents or points to those things that will douse or undo that. The, the, the light, the happiness, the lightheartedness, the emotional tenderness. Saturn represents the experience that will undo that, right? So, so this cat, the police is Saturn, sat right on top of the victim, Michael Brown's moon degree. So it's like before Michael Brown was even born, this cop was, was, was living here, not even met, met this cat, was destined if they were to interact that he would bring Saturn to his moon. We could say, we could, cha- we could translate that, that he would bring great disappointment, Saturn, to Michael Brown's mother, the moon, or to his homestead. This is what's really deep. When we look at Michael Brown's moon, it perfectly aspects the cops. Uh, uh, I mean, we look at Michael Brown's Saturn, it perfectly aspects the cops' moon. So the karmic relationship is based upon the, the bringing of sadness. One aspect of their interaction would bring sadness into each other's home. Ain't that something? Well, how did Michael Brown, he didn't do anything to bring sadness? Well, he was there to be shot, you know? <laughs> I mean, everything is prearranged when you look at the, the heavenly dynamic, all right? When you look at Mars in both of their charts and Mars in the current sky, and this is something that I press on my students in cosmophysics, you know, the configuration of any two planets in your birth chart are what you're going to get out of that in life throughout that cycle whenever these two planets manifest in the current sky. So because he gets killed at a time when the Malefics were in Leo, Jupiter and Venus being in Leo, the average astrologer calls them the Benefics. These are the blessed planets that indicate all good. They don't really highlight the fact that Jupiter means also too much of a goddamn thing, man. Just too much. You like water? Well, good. I'm going to hold you in a 25-gallon uh, container. I'm going to hold you underwater. You drink your way out, nigga. You love water so much. See, at that point, there's too much water. Right? So it's not good. So when we look at Jupiter and Venus and Leo 
and it's squaring Mars and Saturn. We look for that four for those four planets in the charts of both of these individuals. You see? And we see that what was promised to them at birth was brought about when they culminated in a double conjunction cycle over a period of, of, of less than two weeks. So it's like, hey, we had a idea beforehand who was going to be involved. We'd have been able to look at these two charts and say, oh, these two here aren't going to get along immediately. He's going to bring sorrow to his household. He's going to be difficulty to his household. Indirectly, the fact that... Uh, um, the brother Brown was the individual who got shot, and because he's of different ethnicity and there was uh, going to be an outcry, that outcry, and that is through his experience, is what brings the difficulty to the cop's house through his own action. But if you understand the way these cycles work, then you, you'll see that these things are pretty much, um, these things are pretty much, how can you say, inevitable especially when you understand that the development of humanity on a collective level is not at its highest point. It's at one of its lowest points in all of human history. We have not been this cruddy to one another, you know. And, you know, we blame it all on the European. Well, somebody was going to be the villain during the Kali Yuga anyway. I'm on the phone doing a radio show. All right, but so at any rate, um, pardon me. All right, so when you understand that dynamic... It's a lot easier not to get emotional over what's happening and a lot easier to individuate the events and see what needs to be done, you know. It isn't even necessary that we unite as an entire people overnight to resolve this issue. It's about the elders or the men of strength in our communities stopping the chaos, you see, because when the police ride through the hood, dog, the only reason why they have strength is the fact that we are not organized. We don't have to be unified, just organized to the degree where, you know, we police ourselves. You know Bobby out there with a gun, man. You know his uncle, too. Why don't you go get his uncle and tell his uncle, yo, get your nephew, dog. He's going to make it hot for everybody out here. And this is if you're doing good or bad. If I got a little store on the corner, or if I got a little drug, illegal drug store on the corner. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not justifying the, uh, the act of, of doing bad. I'm just, I am condemning the lack of organization in it all. You know, not keeping it under wraps and leaving it up to this cat to come through and act as he acts. See, because they don't go through Chinatown like that. You can't even find me articles in the paper where they do this in Little Korea or Little Italy because these people are, are policing their own neighborhoods. Yo, Bobby's out there selling weed, man. Somebody's going to go out and be like, yo, punk-ass nigga, don't do that shit around here. You see? But do we do that in our neighborhood? No, because the others are scared to death to step to Ricky and them niggas out there selling crack. They're scared to death to, to talk to your nephew who's out there brandishing a pistol. So the, the cowardliness has led by chain reaction to someone else taking charge of our situation and then taking the uh, liberty to take life and to be brutal because there's going to be no backlash from us. And we look towards them to punish their own. That's like me telling you, yo, your little sister spit my face, dog. Your first question is, well, what did you do wrong? See? So your, your officer shot our son. Well, what did your son do wrong? 
Fuck that, because our officers ain't wrong. We leave them to be the police. If we started policing ourselves, they stop coming around. Really. If they notice, damn, ain't nobody out here. Ain't nobody out in the streets doing nothing. Then there's nothing for them to 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 engage themselves to unjustifiably. See, we don't think like that. No, we're gonna leave it all up to them. And how do you expect to be treated by your enemy? You know, I mean, I got a dry spot, fellas. You know, I mean, so if you're still there, can we interact? Yes, indeed. Because, you know, this monologuing isn't really my style. You know, I'm into, you know, I, I look at the whole chain of events on timeline, and there's, like, way too much stuff. That eclipse that just occurred back in April, the, um, I think it was the 12th or the 15th, the 15th. Yeah, the Blood Moon series. This went down and is going down. This, this Blood Moon series is playing itself out. In the sign of government authority and death and murder and regeneration, okay? And what it says on a, on a mundane, political, American, culturistical type of interpretation is death through the government. But it also says the transformation of law, you know, Scorpio, transformation and law. So these are... This eclipse cycle started back in April to show us how military and authority are going to be acting in or outside of the bounds of law and how government is going to be using police and military to attain its end. It's all about that dynamic right there. So the killings, the, the protests, the martial law, all of that is Mars, Mars Libra shit, y'all. And, you, you, you know, even though you don't understand astrology, you do understand the idea of the individual against the organized collective or, or the cooperative front, because that's what Libra is, a cooperative front, okay? That's what Aries is, the individuated, the individual or the individuated incident, so, or, or the isolated area. So we are actually watching nature balance itself out with that, and... As of the nature of oppression and wickedness goes, if you allow it, then it will flourish. And thus we had these frequent killings of the police. It is not the police fault because they're doing what they were trained to do, kill niggas, period. You, you want to blame the cop? It's not the cop. It is the entire structure, the entire uh, construct that is fucking twisted, man. And, they, and that's what's being shown. I mean, it happens in California, it happens in Chicago, it happens in New York City, it happens in Florida, it happens in North Carolina. The same shit happens. All of these ain't even the same county. If you understand how this government is structured, they, it, it is not like they say, yo, we just killed the nigga in Florida. Yo, oh, it's your guy's turn in, in, in Michigan. No, they don't do it like that, man. But it occurs like that, doesn't it? Because the entire infrastructure is fucked up. The entire way our people let the government police them is entirely is a, is a joke to me. I, you know, and I'm surprised that our, our elders haven't spoke on that. I mean, we speak on consciousness and knowledge of self. You know, the same people that use that term, knowledge of self, all that they spit out to you is knowledge of some historic figure or some figurehead. 
they're not even talking about you. You ain't found nowhere in any of your religious lessons, no matter what religion you are. You ain't there. You read about somebody else. You see? So the, the knowledge itself first must... Uh, The, the, the true idea of knowledge of self needs to be defined, and then it needs to be approached and dealt with. And in cosmophysics, you know, I'm not going, I can't look at your chart and tell you what your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather did. I mean, there's a formula for me to be able to get a description of him, but that's about it. I can't tell you what contribution he made to humanity. But I can look at your chart and tell you what your contribution it's going to be, and where you need to work, and it's not just me. Anyone who gets a knowledge of this system gets the understanding how the link between themselves and the universe, you know, you don't get that out of your Bible, dog, other than the fact that, that they point to it when they say, uh, 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 on earth as it is in heaven. But you allow that to be misconstrued. You ain't going to get that in your Quran, you know. Abdul Walid. Uh, 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 the son of Ibrahim, uh, who was born in Brooklyn, New York, on 19, uh, 1972, isn't mentioned anywhere in any one of them hadith for the Quran. And what you need to do to develop yourself as a human being, as an individual, isn't written in them book. What you need to do collectively as a Muslim is, what you need to do collectively as a Christian is, but not what you as an individual person need to do. This is what cosmophysics is for. Right. You know, so you know, I'm not really. When we look at what's going on in, outside in the collective, it's all about what needs to take place in the individuated space. You know, there's a uh, an axiom that you've heard a zillion times: as above, so below; as within, so without. So as you think, so you are. You know, what your intention is is what your actions are going to manifest. So what you have to understand is there's a balance to be maintained constantly. You can't let go of that balance. You know, people say, well, everything I need is within. Well, then quit drinking water and don't listen to nobody. Don't communicate with nobody because you don't need any information either. You don't need any external information for your growth and development. You don't need any external experience either. So just shut your eyes and your ears, cork them shits up, crazy glue your mouth shut because it's all inside you. You know, understand what you mean when they say it's all inside. You have to find that link first. You have to understand what what the components of yourself are before you can start to use them. Just like you had to understand that you had automaton control of your fingers and hands as a baby. Any of you women out there who's had a baby know this. These babies lay in the crib and they move around until they get coordination. Then they crawl out that crib. That's when it's time to be the next level of growth and development need to take place. There's an external, that's what we're here for to get that external experience and balance it. And those who are not balanced, culturally, we are not balanced. Because if we were, the police wouldn't be stepping all over us, man. We'll cry about one single cop that shoots one single black man in the street when, when, when it happens 70 times a year. And rarely, rarely is it uh, a different ethnicity. I'm not going to say it never is. But even when it's a different ethnicity, guess what the description of that white man that got shot was? Black man. They thought he was a nigga. Anyway. You don't like me using the N-word? Well, oh, well, I don't like the fact that you sit there and use your, your cell phone while police are choking niggas to death. Okay? 
Look, they want to get on Raku about using the word now, but you use the N-word. But your bitch ass sits there with a camera phone and watches a nigga get tortured. Shut the fuck up. You don't write a letter, your congressman. You, you don't even protest the police activity in your own hood out of fear. When that is the reason why you're here, first of all, y'all. Our immortal souls condense in the flesh so that we can know what it's like to die. True shit. They, I mean, because no matter what else happens to you in life, there's only one promise. Your ass go die. Sooner or later. Mm-hmm. So that's the price you pay for being here. And if you're not willing to pay that price, then, you know, don't complain to me about nothing. I done been in situations. My stuff is recorded. It's common knowledge where I grew up at. I'm not trying to show off. But I don't go for that, you know. And I, if more people thought like I then this would not happen. You know, I used to live in Washington, D.C. I live outside of Baltimore now, okay? And there's a law in D.C. that, uh, that removes your Fourth Amendment right. You don't have the right to privacy if, the, uh, uh, if you're in a red light district. That means that the police do not have to observe the Fourth Amendment right to privacy, reasonable cause. The reasonable cause is that you're in the red light district. You see, well, that's a, uh, what they call a code or a statute, that shit ain't law. It's not the law of the land. So one day I'm out there waiting for the bus, and I was living in North Capitol Street where, you know, the murder rate was every day somebody on my block was getting shot or shooting somebody, and there was drugs and, and damn near every other household. And this was the case all over Washington, D.C., not just my neighborhood. Okay, so, you know, anybody from the metropolitan area that has a familiarization with that, neck, with, that, with that neck of the woods in this country knows what I'm talking about. At any rate, police... Jump out. Niggas start scattering like flies. I'm the only one that doesn't run. Number one, because I wasn't selling drugs. Okay, number two, I understand my rights as a, you know, as an American to privacy, and especially when I'm not in violation of the law. So these cops, they stepped at me, yo, what are you doing out here? Minding my business. Well, you're standing here, you're loitering. Ain't no loitering signs, man. Go away. You, do you see me in violation of the law? You see? Just that protest. Them cops looked at me, and one of them said, man, leave him alone. Let's go. He, he ain't worth the trouble. Well, if everybody did that, they would take the same attitude. But instead, the average individual just, oh, here come the cops. I'm going to get up on the wall and expose myself. See, that submissive ten- tendency, you submit to oppression. And there's nothing on the, wor- on, on the planet worse. So if it's not in you to resist it in any fashion whatsoever, then you're not willing to stand up for yours. You might as well just get out the picture. Don't even say nothing about it, man. You know? Mm. You're not going to take what's going on in the heavens. People don't even want to study that. Like when Reese says, it's really easy. It's really easy if you apply yourself earnestly. See, it's not all the way easy. There is a price to pay. There is a certain degree of understanding that you have to acquire. The truth is simple. It's never plain. You know? The truth is, we all breathe oxygen. That process, man, that the body takes, that's not a simple event to explain to somebody. How, our, how the corpuscles and follicles in, 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 in our lungs, man, uh, uh, absorb that oxygen and redistribute it to the body. That's a complex uh, scenario right there. But it's still the truth. So when you understand the nature of truth, it's always plain and simple. I mean, it's always plain, it's just never simple, pardon me. You know? And um, I kept going, bro. <laughs> but you want to say something, Blue? Red? Oh, nah. 
I mean, we're definitely continuing the conversation, um, you know, uh, which is speaking about in that level of standing on your square, it's something that people don't consider an option based out of fear and a lack of knowledge. If they well, don't have you know, the level there's of really no excuse for ignorance. and You don't have the right to stay ignorant, okay, and, and especially in the face of the fact that it is your natural nature. Every single human being born, no matter what color they are, y'all, okay, no matter what their pigment uh, content is, no matter what their intelligence ratio is, even if they're retarded, they're born uh, mentally disabled for political correctness as opposed to using the word retarded, okay? They're born mentally challenged or mentally debilitated or deformed, all right, disabled, whatever word you want to use. They are information junkies. Babies are information junkies. So, in other words, they don't need any instruction in that matter. In fact, we as adults and we culturally break that out of our babies. You get out of that. Smack his hand. Don't get in that. Smack his hand. You can get in this. Okay, I don't want him getting into that, so I'll give him a bunch of other shit to get into and play with. You know? So, as opposed to developing that quality, we in this society have been oriented not to develop it. That is the very same quality that enables us intelligence to express itself here. So for the most part, and I understand this because I'm a teacher. I teach cosmophysics. I get 200 students a year. Only three or four of them stick around to graduate. And that's because, Rod, you're such a poor teacher. (laughs) You know, well, if you look at how well the students that stick around, how well they're able to execute this science, that will be the gauge as to, my, to, to the degree of my being a good or bad teacher. But the average human being raised up in this culture is not willing to juggle the complexities, man. It gets too difficult. You know, they don't... And, and this is real shit. The average one of you listening to this show, yeah, I'm in the philosophy and I'm conscious, and, but you, when you get to talking numbers that, that, that go beyond the tens and, and hundreds... It's like, ah, man, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to deal with all that math. I don't see no, there you go. Forfeiting your culture already. We invented math, man. That's our shit. We should maintain mastery of it. Right now, the first thing you think of when I say accountant is a white boy in a suit with a pencil behind his ear standing at a drafting table. You don't think about Ayim Hetepwa, you know? Yes, that doesn't even automatically flash in your mind. An Egyptian vizier standing out there holding a rod, measuring angles and shit. That doesn't come to your mind. You know? But, Lord, let's do this. We do have a lot of hands up in the call queue. I want to let people get an opportunity to get some of their questions and their comments in. Indeed, Lord. I didn't even get everything I wanted to get out, out. but (laughs) but I knew that was going to happen. Indeed. I mean, you know, hopefully through the course of the questioning, you know what I mean, maybe somebody will ask More of it will, yeah, but I won't be able to get all of it. Man, I got about eight pages right there. I just went through like two and a half of them dissertating. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, you know, I mean, I prepared, but I didn't, you know, I didn't really prepare. I didn't get out. I didn't be I wasn't able to condense it like I really wanted to. Anyway, yeah, I'd rather deal with the interaction. It's a lot more stimulating. It also opens up other doors that I don't run out on, that I wouldn't run out on a tangent on, you know, by myself. Mm-hmm. So, family, uh, 
The call-in number is 347-637-2135. That's 347-637-2135. Any questions, comments, or concerns, now is the time. Let me go to the line. Caller from the 901-864 is the first caller. 901-864, caller, peace. Yay. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Loud and clear. Peace. Peace, peace. I got a question. Okay. You ain't got no drink. Is that the question? I'm just joking. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) But, uh, you know, when we talked about the situation going down in in Ferguson, to me it was – it should have never been – such a big deal if we didn't have a plan. I, I think we really need to sit down and figure out what we're going to do. Uh, let's when just plan for the next. Down. Yeah, what plan for the next one? And I already know what we're going to do. And I and I'm really upset that we haven't. I've been calling for. Uh, you know, they say that, that Jesse and and uh, Al Sharpton are not our leadership, right? Yeah. Who does he speak for? They don't speak for us. That's not our leadership. And why don't we elect black leadership? Why don't we elect a black president? Or not necessarily a president. Because like, that requires, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying that's a good, uh, a good, I'm not saying that's not a good solution. But that requires that niggas organize. That's well, the, the, the reason why we're not doing that is because we're not organized. And those no, capable we, of organizing are too busy trying enough. to feed their family to organize their own neighborhood. They, you, you, I mean, it's really, this is what I get. And I've been all over the country. I have not just been in Washington, D.C. I've lived in Los Angeles, California. I've lived in Atlanta. And, you know, I've visited Detroit. I've visited Chicago. I've stayed in Washington. I mean, I've been to North Carolina. And I see that the same lame mind presides over the... The, uh, uh, the action of our people. We want excuse-making, non-organizing body of niggas, man. And I'm just right. that's the, un, that's the un, inconvenient truth. You know, you don't like them calling you lazy, unorganized nigga? Well, then don't be one. You know, nah, <laughs> I'm not talking about you per, per, per se. You know what I'm talking about. So this no, is no, why. No, no. I, I mean, I you, in order to plan, you got to be organized. Niggas don't want to organize. I don't want to get with them because they wear feathers. And I'm not getting with them because they believe that an Arabian is their, is their leader. I'm not messing with them. Them niggas still follow the Bible. And who cares? Police are killing all your sons. Well, watch this. Watch this. Do you think that, this is a good one, do you think that every white person, is in on, you know, the conspiracy. They don't have to be. <laughs> no, I don't. Jew, no, I don't, Jew, man. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. There are white people situation. who are just as ignorant as everybody else, and there right. are white people who, who know what the fuck is going on and aren't concerned because they're okay. And then there's white people that are actively contributing to this cycle of events that, that, that maintains the class separation, which manifests as an ethnic separation here in this country. So, no, I, I, you know, I cannot point my finger at every individual cracker and say you're, it's your fault, you know. It's, it's the fault of any conscious human being who's not doing anything to change it. Oh, that's right. It's their fault, okay. But at the same time, I do understand that those powers that be are, are not Asiatic. They are not original. They, these people are Caucasian. And, call, and there's no Caucasians that would deny that of any good sense. And these are the people that, that pull the strings that keep the trend of the, of the Asiatic man in the United States in America, of America in effect. And for those who say it's not in effect, I just, you just give me numbers. When does a Puerto Rican even 
who's considered a nigger amongst us, okay? When did one of them get a Latino, a, a, a Uruguayan, a, a Korean, a Japanese? When did any one of them niggas get shot by the police? Never. Always a black man. Recently, it's been unarmed black men. It doesn't even make a difference even if he's armed. So we have the right to bear arms. Hello? So you, 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 the fact that the police are killing black people only, and they're not getting punished for it. You know, back in the day when we violated, who punished us, man? They did. You know? You, you reckless eyeballs, nigga. You were looking at my you, daughter. You want a tangent. Yeah. I understand. Whoever doesn't is in denial. You know, to say that it's not a, a racist conspiracy is quite naive and ridiculous. But the, you okay. see, it, what was, was deep is we'd be impervious to that if we just governed our own affairs. If we handled our own, our own villains like the All Italians right. do. Raccoon. Yes, sir. I hate to cut your wisdom. I hate to do it. But don't, 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 because I've been talking need, all night long it. waiting for somebody to come I know, and no, cut no, my no. wisdom. Right. What I'm, the, the point is, when they started this country, or not necessarily the country, but when they dedicated July 4th for the time of saying that we, we revolted or we set a new nation or whatever to use that power, where is the date that we should set? We can we use July 4th, together. too, Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're good because, well, so uh, uh, you know, we just so discussed July, this last July 4th, right? All over July, the world. So, so the plan is next July we set forth putting together the black Congress that's going to That would be a hell of a suggestion. That would be a hell of a suggestion. Because we, we would not be the first body. We would not be the first body of people uh, uh, defying a power to use that date. You know, the United States is just one of the many who uses that date? So yeah, that that's an excellent date to you. Because I'm saying we need to use all the, all this magic. I'm, I'm, I'm not going. I'm just going to call it magic for lack of a better term. It's magic. Yeah, no, no, it's magic. It, it is of all. It is of all the byproduct from or uh, from the schools of magi throughout right. the throughout, so, throughout the history of civilization. Magi and magic is of the magi. Yeah, the king. That's what we far, mean. As I know far as we know, meant. as far as we knew, the king had the power, right? But he had the magicians, and he had the, the 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 medicine men or whoever he had. They told him when to do things and how to do it. That's right. So we we need we need our power structure to put this magic behind it. So well, we don't have, we haven't even uh, we got to figure out a power. There, there is no power do? functioning power structure in the world that doesn't implement it, and you know that's another thing too. Our people on the collective, for the most part, we look at that stuff as spooky magic, man. That's, you know, and then this is white people's stuff. Man, I, just, I had one of my comrades say, yo, man, you know, you come around my family doing that, and they really think that that shit is for white people, dog. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's a shame that they think that way, too, because we invented it. It has always been uh, the, the strategy behind every one of our civilizations, every every hierarchy or structure of government we ever uh, uh, fabricated or put together, you know, was based on the hierarchy of the motions of the heavens and the earth. And even the United States government, which is why it has been so successful in its undertakings on the, on the, on the planet Earth, you know. 
All right, so we're going to scale it down. We're going we're gonna to establish a black consciousness movement because, like, I don't know who who that entails, but the red pill and blue pill, they've been figuring it out. They're not telling everybody, but they know who the conscious movement is. Amongst that group, we need to set our Congress. We need to find – so that when we decide to do something, we're going to do it. You know, it, we don't need everybody. Like no, we see, sure we, don't we, because you have what that, that Caro factor, you right. know, with now, so K-A-R-O. You only need a few individuals to spearhead the motion, and people will just get with it, and it will gain momentum, indeed. And when we get you and I think it's it's Taz or whatever, the other guys that do the the different uh different readings or whatever to put it together so that when they come when they meet, they have to meet on specified days. They gotta meet at the powerful day. You know, this is but, very idealistic speaking here, okay? I and mean why, how else can we speak? No, no, I'm not I'm not recommending otherwise. I just I'm a realist, okay? I'm a right. realist. And even you know, I have big hopes, man, little faith in people. See if you understand what I mean by that. I mean I wish and I hope that what you're saying could actually come to be. But you know, there I have all of my forty eight years of experience of observation. And it, you know, it just doesn't appear probable because you to to, to get them to uh, uh, agree the ego, man, is vicious, man. Mine is great it I'm gonna tell you, even I'm not gonna mention no names, all right? But the greatest minds in this conscious movement as it is are too egotistical to even take that suggestion. I'm going to tell you who it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm not going to engage in no controversy, bro, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, people would get behind them, and they, but they, don't, they won't even try. Say that again? You know. I missed something. They would get behind certain leaders in this organization, but they are so stuck on trying to police what other people are doing instead of just taking their role as leader. Well, I could just, I just put it like this here. You got brothers who have the charisma to actually uh, motivate and get people to actively execute what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. I don't I consider myself to be one of those. I really don't. They say that we'll get shut down? How they say the government would, would shut us down? No, that's a bunch of bullshit. Wait, Let me tell you something, bro. I'm not I religious. Need okay? I need to see it because I don't believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not religious, we, we but I believe that you can't move Jupiter one degree in my chart, man. In other words, Jupiter being the indication of where I shall be the most victorious in all my undertakings, and this is so for anyone's chart. I don't care what you do, man. I was born with Jupiter at one degree cancer, so as long as I use one degree cancer energy to to expand and to succeed, I'm going to be unstoppable. Mm. Okay? So it's a matter of those people actually believing in themselves enough to do it, first of all. You know, but, but you know, right now the, the, the most charismatic people that are able to, to muster a group, we can, like, uh, legally... Uh, uh, just us right here on the phone can do it. We can we can write the affidavit. We can process the affidavit. We can declare what we want on that affidavit. They have however many days to answer, you know, and and giving them a a a, a goodwill grace period using UCC tactics because that's what they're doing all over the world to answer us within 70 days. If they don't answer us paragraph per paragraph, point for point, then that is law. 
But right. that will only pertain to us. It will only pertain to those people whose signatures are drafted on that affidavit. The rest of the people have to be mobilized and have to be and willing what? to do so. As it stands, like I watched that video. As it stands, all people had to do, they didn't even need pistols. All people had to do was openly protest. Yo, get off that man like that. There's right. only eight cops out there. There's 30 people, man. Out of fear for their lives and well-being, the cops would have stopped killing that brother, man. I wanted to see the, the, the news story of the church that was open, and they came in and they let people come in one at a time and just tell their story. or You know, like they were interviewing out there with tear gas. Why am I getting hit with tear gas when there's buildings that we could open? We can just go in people's house. Open your house up and let 50 people come in and let bring a cameraman in, and we can do our protest right here. We'll make it on CNN, CNN, get in here. Come in here. Equals so the answer. Talk. The, the and because then you don't get organized. No, no, I'm not letting all the niggas house. in my house tear up all my shit. Right. They go no, the no, first I mean, answer. They, they go the first response. Everybody wants to see something happen. Nobody wants to actually get involved, you know. I, you know, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the only you know, I'm the only fool and that I know of in my circle of friends. You know, and um, the, I'm, I'm referencing the guys I grew up with, not the friends right. that I made along this journey of enlightenment, okay? So, but I'm the only one that when the police come and asking questions, I don't have no answers for you, man. And I'm not running in my house either. I'm not even going anywhere, and you're not touching me. I'm the only one that does that. See, I'm yeah. the only jerk fool willing to stand up uh, 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 against Goliath. With a slingshot. But more people need to be of that mind. You know, I don't even look for help for my comrades when that stuff goes down. I already know I'm by myself. But I do understand that it is, it, it is required that people become educated to it because you're not going to get a collective movement defying the powers that be without a proper uh, implementation of enlightenment. It's just not going to happen. People don't believe in themselves that much to I even. Mean, I'm, this, I'm, I'm, this is my last point. This is my last one. Uh, we got to make. We got to look at this from a team perspective. It doesn't have to be a mob perspective. We don't need to all have pitchforks and torches. Well, I'm willing to do it, bro. Team. And you what can I'm hit saying, me no, on. No, no, listen. Hit me listen, on my Facebook, and I'll, I'll be with Watch. it. I'm serious. Watch. It's a team function. Not everybody has a pitchfork. Not everybody even goes out. When you have a team, the kicker doesn't even practice with everybody. He doesn't ever run. He shows up early. He leaves after everybody else is done. And he, doesn't, he only comes out when he's needed. Mm-hmm. We, we have to have some people that are on that level that only come out at certain times. Like we got, you know, you've got uh, Al Sharpton. We need, a, 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 we need to send our own Al Sharpton. We need to have a group of people that say, hey, no, no, talk to him. If you didn't talk to him, you hadn't talked to anybody. Like if every few people go, every few people they turn to say, no, you didn't talk to that guy. That's the guy to talk to, and we have his name. You know, he's speaking for us. And you say, right. well, you know, well, let me, who let speaks for us? Me, who, who decides? Let me, let, me reference, let me reference somebody just to use him as a reference. I'm not electing this person. I don't want to put this person on the spot, right? I'm just saying you're speaking about, let's say, if we elected like a Umar Johnson, right? Just for the sake of me identifying somebody that we collectively would say, 
I trust that brother to speak for me. You know what I'm saying? He he knows how to deal with logic. He has a certain command of, of people's attention and conversation and things of that nature. So you mean, you know, and, and when his brother's not speaking, he can be away in the mountain somewhere meditating, just downloading the information in contact with the ancestors, building up his chi. And then when it's time to come into a situation to counsel or to, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, to be the voice that represents the quote-unquote people, then we bring that person forth and we protect that person and send them into the, uh, into the, into the quote-unquote, into the war zones, because that's what it is. So they're going to be looking for it as well. So that's something that you're yeah. suggesting, something of that nature? I, I, I think, I mean, I don't know how you would, yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, okay. but it would have to be strategized. Somebody has to come up with it. But, I mean, as far as exactly what that person's role is, does he really want to go into the mountain and, you know, <laughs> does he want to do that? Does he there it goes. That? That's exactly what I'm pointing to. You you need a willing. You're talking about all we need is a team. Okay, I volunteer to be on that team. Word is bond. Right here on the record, for the record, before the entire listening body and anyone getting to listen to it later. I'm all for that. I'll even travel to where we need to go to to bring it, bring this to effect. That's already known. Everybody that knows me know I'm ready. You did? I bet you I'll be, you know, I, I, I just don't have that much faith in people. It requires a certain degree of courage I ain't never seen outside of myself. Mm-hmm. You see, that's the whole point. You dig? That's my whole point. I have always been the only one. You know, this nigga, that's what they say. This nigga out there, man, arguing with the pole. He ain't going to do nothing to get locked up. I don't get locked up. Like like, like people think, like once in a blue moon, you get one of them officers that insists on arresting you. But they got to let you go anyway. But even still, the average individual is not even willing to go through that red tape. And it's the same way. When we, we don't listen to Al Sharpton, we have our own delegates. You dig? Once that occurs, believe me, they won't bother us. None of our sons and daughters will get harassed by the police. But then we don't speak for the whole because the whole isn't mobilized around us. And the cowardliness, I'm telling you, that's what it is. And this is what gets to me, too. How people come on, they want to placate. Oh, I don't want to say that, you know, because people are going to, they're not going to like it. Well, I'm not out there trying to be nobody's leader, first of all. You know, I teach cosmophysics. That's what I do, period. But I, I get a platform by which to express my sentiments, and from from my logic and from my intuition, I'm going to do that because I do see uh, a need for someone to to protest, to point at, like, you know, you can't blame a bully for bullying you when he knows you're not going to fight back. So who, who, who are we going to elect to defend us from the bully. No, nigga, you got to learn to stand up to the bully or he going to continue mm. bullying you. This is what it's all about. This is what it's always been since the dawn of man, regardless of which ethnicity, because, you know, this oppression thing manifests itself even when there is no ethnic diversity. In other words, mm-hmm. you get a whole nation of, of, of brunette skin, black or Asiatic original people. And you got the haves and the have-nots, and there goes the controversy right there. Okay. So, you know, you got what you have really is this class division amongst Negroes. Okay. <laughs> you dig? Uh, the rich, the rich, these guys are satisfied. 
the the financially comfortable. They're like, I don't even know why niggas act like that. You know, I love my people, but I hate niggas. You know, they, but they're just as cowardly. They they just they just the cow they just as cowardly. They cruising by and they BMWs or they Bentleys while the police is beating the dog shit out of a motherfucker right there on the corner. When really all is required is to roll down the window and they all deserve. Is it necessary that you beat that man like that, y'all? Nigga, and you on candy camera right that. now. And it's not even, and this is why I couldn't get. When I hate when people, this is the funny part. I hate when people say this is not about race. Oh yeah, it is. Actually, it is. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, as Watch long this. as wait, we allowed to be. But I'm trying to no, say listen. is this is what listen. I'm trying to say. It is about race here in the United States. <laughs> well, what about no. Uganda? What about no. Uganda? When 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 the when the Hutu were killing the Tutsi. That wasn't about race, was it? Wait, I agree with him because I've jumped out of the car because I see some white guys beating another white guy. It's a young kid and he's shoplifting and so the grocery uh the the clerks or whatever, they come out and they're beating him in the street. And I jump out, no, you're gonna stop beating him. Oh, but he was stealing. I don't care. I call the police. What are you doing? He's on the ground. And you're a rare breed. And you were the only one out there doing that. Right, because when I drive away and I read on the news or I see on the news or whatever or hear about it, oh, (laughs) man, they put him in the hospital. They beat him bad. All I had to do was say something. You know, all it takes for real for evil, you know, evil don't have no color, dog. (laughs) You know. Black men are killing babies just like white men, but 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 not on this scale. As a as a as a, uh, I mean, you got it going on all over the world, man. You know, it's, it gets to the point where right here in this country is based on ethnicity, but the same oppression is occurring all over the planet. So when when a brother says that it ain't racial, I'm like, what are you talking about? Where here in the United States it is? No, okay. it's stupidity. Stupidity reigns. I promise you it rains here. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't refute that either. The other, you know, dude that got, the other dude that got shot by the police, like a couple of days later. The, uh, the one on the 12th. I don't even know his name. In L.A. I forget his name, but I, no, I got it written down. The dude in St. Louis got shot that went and bought the drinks. Did y'all see that one? He bought the two drinks, set them on the curb, and he told the cops, shoot me. He had like he had mental problems. Yeah, the police, yeah, I read that. And the they taped it. Them up on camera. Yeah. And it was like, the thing was, when we've all been there and seen that person, you know, like you say, wilding out. But what you do, you go up to him and talk to him. Pull him to the side. Hey, man, calm down a little bit. What's going on? Hey, John, take some, take some drinks back in there, man. Hey, tell, dude, what you call the police for? You know, tell them, man, just tell them don't come. What, what you See, but there, there, that hey, element that. right what there has about? practically disappeared from our community, man. Right. You know, the crack wave. That's raining. See, you can't see, talk let me just say like this. The, 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 the crack wave, when crack cocaine came to prominence and the guns were distributed, the the elder in the neighborhood that, could, that, could, that all the young dudes looked up to, he died. He got on crack and nobody mm-hmm. respected him. And the next one that stood up and tried to speak got shot in his face. So everybody, so nobody stands up to talk no more. You dig? The, the youngins are scared. I mean, the older, the older dudes, older cats are scared to death to speak up because the youngins might shoot them. You know, I, I find that 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 to be some bullshit too. No matter where I go in this country, 
That means these young brothers look up to me. I don't know. Wait a minute. I don't really consider myself to be a very charismatic individual either. Okay? So it's just a matter of being willing to speak up. And more people need to be willing to speak up. That's where it begins, man. You know, it begins there. You know, the police know that when I grab this nigga and throw him down on the ground and hold him, and it takes backup 10 minutes to get here, these other 15 niggers out here are going to obediently stay the fuck back. Well, when cops no longer know that, when, 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 when you get people saying, hey, officer, it's not necessary that you choke that man, get off of him. And collectively, three or four citizens, really. Just a matter of courage. See, that will be right there, the impetus or, or, or the, uh, the trigger, the catalyst. That's the word I'm looking for. That, that spurs other people to stand up. Because, you know, just like a riot, a riot starts with one voice, one discontented voice, man. Mm. Every single riot on the face of this earth that has ever occurred when any village, any group of people, any city, any congregation started out with the voice of one who was joined by others. So, you know, somebody, everybody out there ain't no coward, man. You know, I do understand that 10% dynamic really is 8%. You know, 8.3% of the people have courage. And 91.7% of y'all is a bunch of cowards, okay? But, but there's a small fraction of people that have the courage to stand up. Those people need to stand up. That's all it takes. And someone loves them enough to stand with them, and someone loves them enough to stand with them, and pretty soon it's viral. And all over the place, police are like, damn, niggas ain't letting us kill niggas no more. No, we don't have to be careful. You can't the, grab that man. Hood. You can't no, 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 grab no, no, no. that man and throw him on the sidewalk because everybody on the block will come at you. Like Yo, we used let me, to. Let me, let me interject, oh. right? You hear me? I'm listening, yeah. Lord. <laughs> while y'all was while y'all was talking, and this happened on the last show I was on on the show on Sunday with Brother Amura, but just now while we were talking about this particular situation. Exactly what you're talking about happened downstairs. I'm four stories up, and I looked out the window because I heard a commotion. And they have the uh, they have this uh, business district police out here, right? They aren't actually LAPD, but they patrol this area for the business district. So they were in the process of detaining somebody just now while you're talking about it outside, right? It threw him on the curb. He had his shirt off. It was like four or five of them trying to detain him. He was kicking them. It was two people across the street recording it, right? Two pedestrians jetted from across the street, right? Ran over the, the, the commotion that was taking place, dropped the knee in the dude's back, and helped the police restrain this dude and lock him up. So... What I'm seeing now is the reverse of what you're talking about. The citizens are now on the side. Just like the brother said, you know, we spoke about about our, we spoke a lot about our feelings tonight about what we think should happen and what should be going on. But once again, what does the planetary energy support at this particular time? What is the population of people going to be doing? 
what are these bodies and planets stirring people to do? You know what I'm saying? Well, you have to understand this. Do you have to understand this, Lord? We need to correct that man, that that thought. The planets only indicate what needs to be done, what is going on, and what needs to be done. They don't cause anything. You know, if all the planets were to fall out of the sky, these things would continue. So, you know, but the, uh, I mean, that's just my belief because you know, I I I observe my own personal Mars in uh, uh, its cycles. I've observed and studied my own personal Saturn as well as those people around me, so I understand that they, they urge, they don't compel, you know. So, so with the sky, you know, Uranus is recognition, and Aries is, it represents the individual as well as the, the individuals in a collective body. So with Uranus there throwing that collectivity in the midst, it's about mutual recognition and mutual respect, you know. The, the reason why... You, if you saw an old lady fall off the curb and drop all her groceries, you wouldn't be like, "Oh, damn, that's a white lady. Good for her." No, you be, you help her up, be out of out of genuine humanity, man. So it is the same from that same well of of, of action. Needeth come when you see the police. You know, those people who actually help the police refrain. I mean, I, saw, I see that on YouTube a lot. They're like, oh, man, look at the cops beat this guy. I was going to go over there and help the police. Like, the, the, that's a matter of conditioning, <laughs> you know. That's a matter of conditioning. There's, and and these are, what, what was the ethnicity of these people? <laughs> you think what I'm saying? I already know. I just, I just, I just don't want to say. You okay. already know. That's one yeah, I that's already one, know. That's one battle. See, that's one battle. They, they weren't black people helping the cops lock another black man up. That's just my whole point right there. The two people that were across the street filming it, yo, were they the same ethnicity of the brother getting thrown down? They could have easily came over and said, look, we're not going to interfere with your job, but you're not going to sit there and abuse him. We're going to let you abuse that man like that. Mm-hmm. This is the other part. Your obligation and right as a citizen to check the police. We have that in this country. That is Oranos and Aries. But you have to recognize your own humanity. It's the same thing when you walk into a courtroom and they say, who are you? What's your name for the record? If you don't, for the record, specify that you are the living, breathing benefactor of the account for which they are throwing a charge at, they're not going to treat you as such. So it's a matter of taking the initiative, Aries, to stand up for your human rights, which is Oranos. And, until, mm. and all of this is, that is going on is designed to bring that out of you. And if you don't, then you've handled that, and when it goes into Taurus, they're going to start capitalizing off of it even more than they're doing. They're going to find a new, more efficient, better way to capitalize off of it. And that's going to happen anyway because as short as we're speaking and as, as large as our audience has become, the we're still speaking to a minority. We're still speaking to a needlehead in a haystack. Right. Yeah. Okay. The other challenge. Okay. I want to say thank you. I, I, I wrote your number down. I'm going to pass it to our crew so you two can communicate off these lines, okay? Okay. Indeed, my brother. Well, let me take this moment, man, to put my number out there because, you know, I specialize oh, I in doing, doing individual readings for people so they can acknowledge 
themselves and understand the connection they got to the universe if there's, if there's not a recognition of it already. And even if there is one, we can show you these cycles per, per value. You know, you can call me at 516-881-6992, all right? I have a fee, but, you know, I give up a five-minute demonstration. So call for that five-minute demonstration, all right, during reasonable hours, you know, between 12 and 9, uh, no matter where you're at, no matter what time zone you're in. And um, we'll see about, you know, the, uh, 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 getting the reading for yourself. If you can, if, you know, if you're going to benefit from it, then we can mutually benefit from that interaction. All right? But um, go ahead, bro. Let's bring the next call in. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Let's go to caller from the 314-600. Caller from the 314-600. Caller, peace. Peace, peace. I'm just listening in. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, bro. Yes, Mr. Science, how you doing today? What's good? What's good? No, I'm just listening to you, brothers. Big up to the okay. pills. Rock, cool. Okay. Just listening indeed. in. You hear me? Yes, sir. All right. All right. No, no doubt. Peace, family. All right, let's go to call up from the nine one six triple two nine one six two two two. Peace. What's going on, Ra? Pills. Peace, Lord. Man, I hope you can hear me, man. I'm on this map, Jack. I, I but, can um, hear you. I hear you quite good. well. It's all good. Yeah, man. Thanks for going in tonight, man. Um. You know, we all appreciate it. You know, it's good to hear you. And um, But, yeah, man, there's a bunch of cowards out here, man. You know, I mean, really, you know, should I learn throughout my days, man, these cats won't stand behind nothing. I mean, I go out to club back in the days, you know, these cats, they be acting all hard and, you know, acting like, you know, you know, they tough. But, you know, when the stuff go down, you know, they know where to be found, you know. I was in, um, you know, I was downtown Sacramento, man, when I first moved up here, man, and, um, you know, I, first thing first, I couldn't get used to the white boys saying nigga, you know, they use that, you know, with the brother here, you know, I thought that was kind of odd out in Cali, but, you know, anyway, man, I was downtown, man, I was coming out of the club, predominantly black, you know, and, um, you know, the police was, you know, trying to tell everybody they need to get up out the way, get up out of here, you know, d- you know, leave the area, and um, this sister was like, well, my ride is inside, so I can't go nowhere. You know, I got to wait for my ride because, you know, I'm going to be stuck out here. So he's like, hey, I don't know about that, but you got to move. So, you know, she was like, you know, she kept saying my ride, my ride. She kept repeating it, man, dude, picked her up and body slammed her. Body slammed her in front of all these black people. And, uh, you know, I was like, you know, I what the fuck's up with that, man? You know, what's going on? My boy came with me, Mr. Tough Guy. He's like, man, you better chill out, man. You know, you trying to go to jail too? That's the problem like, really? right there. Really? That's the problem you know, right there. Exactly, exactly. Then you got these um, these um, these cats, you know, middle 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 class cats that got affirmative action jobs in the in the in the um, late eighties, you know, these niggas don't give a damn. They they sitting on Comfort Street. Most of them making between eighty and one hundred and thirty thousand a year. They they look they sitting on pillows every day. They ain't doing nothing. I got cousins, all that. I mean, I'll be spitting knowledge to them, man. They be like, I don't want to hear that. You know, so man, you know, it's, it's for real. It's called it's called adherence to the path of least resistance, which is really human nature. But it, it is a poor excuse. Uh, 
for when it comes to the reason why, uh, as a collective, we cannot enjoy our liberties in this country, man. You know, anywhere else in the world, people will stand up and sacrifice themselves, man. You know, the American Negro, <laughs> Negro, okay? He he is the most vicious soldier and, 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 and the most cowardly of lions, man. You know, you put him on the battlefield and fight, nigga. And we will kill any army out there, man. No doubt. You know, but you, but you take, take those of them same one of us. soldiers and release them back into the neighborhoods that they came from, and they will watch the police stomp a mud hole in your ass. Man, okay? it's, it's all That's in the so science, backwards man. to me, man. That it's is all so in the backwards. Science. I mean, no doubt, no doubt, Rod. It's all in the science. I mean, you can tell, you know, the bone density, the bone density, in, in, in blacks much greater than, you know, the rest. I mean, um, you know, I work, I, well, I have a, um, a female friend of mine. She's in nursing, and, you know, she tell me the Asian women, you know, because of, you know, who they are, they split, you know, real easy. You know, they split from, the, from, from their vagina all the way to their ass, you know. Black women don't do that. You know, we built for this, you know, but, you know, hey, I guess, um, you know, we better off used as, as batteries, <laughs> you know, to keep everything <laughs> else running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, but hey, I, I, you know, I just wanted to share my testimony, man, and um, you know, I, I, I hit I you up for one that, of those bro. um, and I hit you up, man, one day for one of those um readings. Indeed, Lord, you know how to get at me. Just see me on Facebook or Twitter, you know. Well, I don't do the Facebook, you know. I don't do the Facebook Say or the, the Twitter, but time, um, my number five one six eight eight one six nine nine two, bro. Write it down. You know, right, that, that sure. number ain't going to change. It's been the same for the last eight years, too. You know, okay, it's all gravy then. Indeed. All right, then. Peace to you and peace to the pills. Peace, Lord. Yes, indeed. Give thanks for the peace. All right. Let me go to Paula from the 347-365. Paula, peace. 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 Greetings. Peace. Greetings. What's up, Godess? Greetings, greetings. Um, I feel bad because last time I was, I had called in, um, and it was really late and stuff. Anyways, um, I'm just, um... Don't be shy. Spit it on out. I'm trying my best. Yes, yes, um... <laughs> I'm really, like, in my emotional space right now. Um, All right, Mama, when's your birthday? Yeah, just the last, um, oh, actually, um, I'm not going to be able to give you the year, but it's um, November Why? 28th. Why? I, I don't need it then. Uh, you know, I okay, then. Okay, then. Actually, yeah, I, mean, um, I mean, I need to know the mm-hmm. year. You, you haven't said your name, mm-hmm. okay? So yes. your anonymity is inviolable right now. Nobody knows who you are except for those people watching you talking. Okay. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you don't have to submit your name, but if you want me to look at your chart and give you a reading, I need to look at your chart. Months and year only tells oh, me, months and day only tells me where the sun was. It doesn't tell me where the planets that affect your emotional emotionality fall at. And I need yes. to see that. So, I mean, but if you really don't want to, I no, I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. But actually, I was calling in 
about um, the situation with what's um, going on in Ferguson. Okay. And what I'm what I'm trying to do, I know in my community, um, I don't know, everyone's sleepwalking, you know, um, and I definitely want to get something started as far as like a town hall, you know, meeting is concerned, just to get things started. Um and it I was takes a actually calling. You have to know someone there that you that's willing to stand with you and exactly. then recruit yes. more. Yes. Yes, I I know a few individuals, but I'm also asking like um, what um, suggestions could be um, given. Well, well, first of all, it's just like any other neighborhood-based grassroots organization. You're going to have to establish a cohesive interaction between you and those people willing to participate and on a regular basis and to be able to urge the other members of that community to activate. I mean, this is what it takes. There's no two ways around that. No two people are going to change the entire, without, the, the entire environment without the assistance of other people in that environment. So, you know, uh, uh, you know some other like minds. You, you have to either go door to door or go to, you have to campaign. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and leaflets, flyers, posters, announcing when these get-togethers mm-hmm. will come. And, and, and don't just announce the fact that there's a get-together. You know, you have to tell them why. Aren't you tired of the way police are treating the youth in our, our community? Well, we're getting together here on this day to do something about that. You can come and show your support. Blat out. That's mm-hmm. one suggestion right there off the, break, off the break. This is in laundromats, grocery stores, libraries places where people frequent in that in that neighborhood exactly the, the the owner of the corner store would not have a problem with you putting that up on the mm-hmm. bulletin board because the security of his store is is in interest when it comes to things of that nature so he mm-hmm. should be willing to participate if not yeah. you boycott that nigga and get him out of there you mm-hmm. know you know he's going to benefit off the community if you're not willing to make a contribution and it's the same with everyone else the, the reason why it has gotten, like I, I referenced the, the war on drugs, the, the, the crack era, this is when the young dudes got too wild for the elders in the, in the community to say anything to us, so the elders turned to the police. Mm-hmm. And we started handing our villains over to the enemy. When in the, you think that crack cocaine didn't rage in the, in the Chinese community, that it wasn't a fad amongst uh, 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 the Italian community, the, 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 the German community, the, the, these different communities, the Jewish community, these people that, 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 that caught on themselves off away from the rest of, of the collective, that they didn't feel, they didn't have to deal with that? Crazy. Everybody did. See, but they handled it a lot better than we did. We just handed it over to the government. They policed from within. They did what you came to get suggestions for. But you have to be active and you have to realize it's not going to be easy. Because mm-hmm. our people are complacent. Mm-hmm. You know, do you, yeah, you get a definitely. nice shiny car and a, a steady income and a house to maintain, and you don't want nothing to mess that up. And if mm-hmm. Billy Bob down the street wants to go put himself up there and get shot by the police, that's his business. That's where the mentality has gone. The family collective mentality has been destroyed by the economic system that has been put in place ever since like the 70s on up after the after the civil rights movement they just mm-hmm. they pacified us and then they dismantled us and that mm-hmm. dismantle uh, uh strategy is manifesting even to this day 
through it with the black on black crime, black on black violence. And it's, you, you, people talk like there's no such thing as white on white crime or Chinese on Chinese violence. The, the Koreans extort each other. You know, that was a big thing back in the early 90s, right, hitting mm-hmm. the news. So, but they also policed that. You don't see a whole bunch of pro Koreans in prison behind that shit. Mm-hmm. You, you, they, they resolve those issues within their own community, and we have to be willing to do the same thing. At the same time, I mean, I understand how each one of the so-called speakers and leaders and movers and shakers in our community, they all have their own agenda, you know. They all have mm-hmm. their own philosophical viewpoint, and they're trying to uh, bolster their own individual membership. They're not really looking at the collective. But uh, I look at the collective. I'm dealing with the collective every day. I'm not sectioning. I'm not segregating myself uh, on the grounds that, oh, I do astrology, nigga, you're a Christian. No, I'm not, I don't look at it that way. Or, or, or you, you're a Muslim. I, 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 I ain't getting down with that. I'm all with anything that benefits our people. And there are people out there that are, that, that, that are going to hear this, that are going to be spurred into action. I'm glad that you are, are actually, you know, even contemplating taking the initiative to do so. I understand the influence of a woman, you know, and no one's more powerful than y'all. A woman can persuade action out of a group of men more than a whole other group of men can, you know, one woman. So, you know, use what you got intellectually, of Mm -hmm. course, and put that to use and use your powers of persuasion to get people to assist you, sister, and don't give up. Yep, yep, definitely. Definitely. You know what comes to mind um, when that brother was shot, Brother Kamani? I don't know if you're familiar. Brooklyn? Yeah. That uh, Jamaican talking brother. talking about when he was shot by the police in the doorway, reaching for his wallet? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, there was like a sea of blue in my neighborhood, a sea of blue. I've never seen that in my life, like a sea of blue. You couldn't see down the street. You couldn't. They just literally took over like they were a part of nature. They literally physically took over the neighborhood, and that was because of the um, the funeral and during everything that was going on with um, people looting and stuff like that, destroying property. So, but see, that's um, really, as much as that happens, that is not the way to deal with the issue, but that is what hmm. the, the vagabonds among us are going to do. They're going to use that opportunity to right. to to benefit individually and to be quite destructive in the yeah, process. Right. This is like um, somebody on Facebook made mention of uh, when the United States took some uh, 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 Italian sailors, I think, or some Italian city, Americans, and mm-hmm. they charged them, found them guilty, and lynched them. There was an outcry from their community, and these people, they played the United States government played the blood wit. In other words, they paid those people's families for the laws. Well, you, mm. we don't, we don't, because there was an organized response to that injustice. We do not organizationally respond. Mm. Getting together, going downtown and burning the park down or burning the business district down is not the way to resolve that matter, to get justice, mm. you know. Mm. I mean, yeah. and, and this, is, this has been shown time, time again, time and over and over and over again. You know, mm-hmm. this is mostly, I understand, the, the, the people don't even understand what power they have within to make any moves or motions because there is really no knowledge of self based there for the people collectively. And, and those so-called knowledge of self based organizations are only catering to the people who submit to their doctrine. 
to their dogma. They're not actually going out into the neighborhood trying to improve the condition unless you individually join their personal collective. Mm-hmm. And that's ridiculous. Right, right. Well, I really appreciate it, Elder. Yes. Much appreciated. Well, I'm glad you stepped forward as apprehensive yeah. as you were to speak, young lady. You said yeah. a mouthful. <laughs> I hope you I hope you really do take into all uh, Yes, definitely. Oh, yes. I mean, there are a million churches here. I mean, one of them's got to be good for something like this. I mean, people coming in and out for a reason, right? I mean. Well, there has to be something done. But, you know, there, yeah, if, yeah. We look at, if we look at the rhythm, I mean, at the cycle, of events as it has happened, like, collectively since the 1800s, this will blow over. They're going to come up with a story in the media, you know, like I think the brother said, Nicki Minaj, Flasher, Ash Cheek, and everybody's talking about that. You know, there's going to be some kind mm. of, you know, some kind of uh, a screen thrown up, and Nicki's attention is going to jump right to that because they're easily led mm. in the wrong direction and hard to lead in the right. So this is why I say to you, you know, don't give up. Yeah, you know? definitely not, definitely not. <clears throat> I wanted to get something started, like, yeah, as far as, like, yeah, like I said, the town hall um, meeting, and, I don't know, meet after that, get some petitions, who knows, you know? Um, but, yeah, like you said, it's definitely the people, yes, the people. Right, you're going to have to get yeah. some involvement. You're going to have to persuade some people to help because it, it has to happen as a, a unified, organized motion. Yeah, because there's, like there's a major disconnect, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put that energy out there, you know. I want to, <laughs> you know, totally overlook the negativity, even though it's there in your face. But I mean, that's yeah. a good idea, but you don't yeah, ignore because, it. I mean, the children, the youth, you know, in my community, they definitely need it. I mean, it's for their survival, for for um, their well-being, you know. Um, and I, yeah. I'm really concerned because a few years back, a kid was, like, stabbed up right here, li- literally. I mean, I ran out there. He was bleeding my arms. He was like, Sister Esther, am I going to die? Am I going to die? And I'm like, no, you're not going to die. <laughs> You know, I mean, stabbed, stabbed up over an iPod. I'll never forget. It was just the craziest thing. And, um, you know, there was no one there attending to him. There was, like, a whole bunch of cops racing down to grab the other kid who, you know, who they arrested. Yeah, but that other kid was by himself money just off bleeding him. to the death. Bleeding, he ain't worth that much. You know, the guy is <laughs> a living guy we need <laughs> because a healthy was, one. That's the one we crazy. try to love. I mean, it was crazy how the kid that was bleeding to death, he, was being, he wasn't being tended to. And it took forever for the ambulance to show up. Forever. And it was yeah. like towards the end, he was like, you know, am I going to die? Gonna... It was just the worst thing. But that's just one of many, many stories, you know. But, um, yeah. Indeed. Yep. Well, you know, bless your heart for being there. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely did what you could. And, you know, if nothing else, we just want these situations to serve as eye-openers so the family could just be a little bit more attentive and aware, and that's what consciousness means, to be aware of these circumstances as they apply to the heavens and the earth. Yeah. 
you know, and um, if, if, if you know, we, we, we just need to take these situations as, as catalysts to take our own communities back. So if something like that does happen, you know, we can call on somebody that's a lot more closer or that response time would be, you know, um, magnified or be a lot quicker if they exactly. know that there's some community that's responsible for themselves and these communities are people that can actually make something happen if they don't respond in a timely fashion. Because if you was up the road and um, if you was in Crown Heights on the other side of, of the road, mm. you know damn well, you know, if you was on Crown Street or something like that and you put that call in, they're going to come. They don't know yeah. whether that child is, quote, unquote, African-American or Hispanic, so they're going to show mm. up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and you probably be calling the Jewish ambulance for that matter, but they're still going to show up. So, right. you know, we got to, we have to, um, you know, we have to take a more concerted effort in where we live and reside, and if we're calling that place our home and our community, we have to start treating it as such. You know what I'm saying? Environment is 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 a lot more of a biological factor than we care to deal with. Environment mm-hmm. in terms of the biology of the person, environment is everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where you live in your neighborhood is a lot more important. It's, it's a lot more than just your residence or where you reside and rest your head. Your environment is actually what shapes you. It is who you are. And um, we need to make that you know, in vogue again. We need to make that, you know what I'm saying, popular, taking care of, of one where one lives and, you know, locking that down as a dominion. You know how a hustler would take towards the block? That's how mm-hmm. we have to be in our minds up towards our community, period. You know, we got to look at it okay. like those streets and those corners are paved in gold and that real estate and those houses and all the people in them you know what I'm saying, or our most trusted clients. we got to take care of it like that. We just have to reverse our thought process because we seem to, um, you know, when it's dealing with criminality, we, 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 we operate differently. You know what I'm saying? That's like when we seem to operate in our rightful true mind mm-hmm. in terms of uh, <laughs> defense and retribution and, and, you know, getting some shit done. If there's a crime attached to it, we there. Mm-hmm. So... You know, we we just gotta reverse our uh, our thought process. We start looking at things differently, and that speaks to the fact that you know, if you live there, if you reside there, that's your home. You know, we can talk about going back to Africa later on, or if we formulate a commission to to come up with a comprehensive plan. But you can't continuously saying, you know, we need to go back to Africa. We need to go back here. We need to go there. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when are we going to focus on where we're at? And if you call calling mm-hmm. at your home, then how do you tie yourself into that community? Are you a citizen of that community? Are you a citizen of the city or the state? If you're paying mm-hmm. taxes, then what is it? Mm-hmm. You know? So when are we going to start thinking like people that reside for this country? Because the people who have occupied this country killed hundreds of millions of people to get mm-hmm. this country. And they're willing to kill 100 million more to hold on to it. So they mm-hmm. have a blood love for this place that they call their home. They're more patriotic yeah. when it comes to this place than any other place. They're going to wipe your face up before you're able to drive them up out of here. So they have an undying love 
for this land, for this country. Mm. Do we have the same undying love for this land and this country? We'll kill for a corner that's not ours, but we'll be killed for this country. Mm. And if this is not home, then where is home? And if this mm. ain't your home, then you should be focusing on going there to where your home is at and make that your home. Mm. How are you going to protect something that's not your home? Mm. Or get infuriated when someone else comes into somewhere with, that you're saying is not home and starts disrespecting the people in that place. Hmm. So it's, it's, you know, the mentality, the way that we look at this thing has to change. Indeed, Lord. I'll share. I'll share. Right. Well, I, I appreciate share. your input as always. All right? Yes, brother. Keep us in your thoughts and prayers. Keep us lifted up. Oh, yeah. We need it. Yes, yes. Much love always to the family. Peace, blue and red. And Elder, yeah. yes. Thank you, beloved. Thank you so much. Have a blessed Peace, one. Love. Thank you. Peace. Yes. Okay, I got one more hand up in this call queue. Let me go to the call up in the nine one seven four zero three four zero three call of peace. Hi, you guys. This is Susan and Leku. From New York. Peace. Peace. Hi, Peace. how are you guys Peace. doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Wonderful. Good. I just wanted to Alive. piggyback off of Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I wanted back. to piggyback off of what you were saying just now, uh, to that wonderful young lady was um it is important and I'm gonna always talk about legis- le- being a part of the legislator because there are positions in your community and in your counties that you just are asleep on. Like you wander around and you're living your life, and as long as they're they're giving you the bread and circus, you're fine. Well, there are positions here, legislatively, that you need to be involved in. They're like managers of your county. Excuse me. They're managers of your county. They're different positions that are a huge part of allocating funds to your community, that that um, put policies uh, into being in your in your community, and those things affect you directly, and you're you don't have a voice in it. So all these other organizations, these religious organizations, or if it's a gang like the Bloods and the Crips or whatever, or if it's like the Moors or anything like that, that's fine that you're a part of these things, right? But you have all that all those numbers behind you all that force, imagine if you actually had a uh, a position in your local government. Dude, you would literally run your community, literally. And I need people to pay attention to that. Don't dismiss me. Don't brush me off. Listen to me. Find out the positions that control your county or your borough or whatever it's not impossible for you to get into. Some of these offices um, are just boards. Like you could be a board member in your community. These are not paid positions, but they are important. They dictate how much money you get in your roads and how your children, <clears throat> excuse me, are educated. Or even little things like how in Ferguson, how overnight they can tell those protesters, oh, yeah, you can protest, but you can only protest on the sidewalk if you're walking around in a circle. Like little things like that, 
they can tell you that stuff if you run your county, <clears throat> excuse me, if you run your streets. So get involved politically. Inject your voice into it. And I understand prayer is important, and I'm not disrespecting anyone, but can you go and put your voice in the legislature, please? And you can pray there because your voice needs to be heard in your community. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Indeed. You know, Indeed. community Brother, involvement is what it's all about, whether you are an official uh, member of the legislative governing government organization body mm-hmm. or a voice that people respect in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You, you know, because, you know, I'm 48, okay, so I got to see the 70s when we had not total, but a, a lot more solidarity than we got right now. Mm-hmm. And, and nothing speaks louder than solidarity, y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I grew up in Washington, D.C. There were areas in Washington, D.C. That the, that the police couldn't go if they were coming to do some good, okay? <laughs> because, the, because we ran our own neighborhoods. Right. You know, we kept the knuckleheads from messing up the neighborhood, and the niggas still did their dirt. And, right. and and the people that were doing good for the neighborhood were able to flourish and 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 do so without threat, okay. And that's that that is like thirty four damn near forty years ago. We are getting to a point now where it is so uh, uh, disorganized that anybody can come in and do what they want. You see, and that is not you can't blame that. You can't blame the Korean for opening up or the Ethiopian for opening up a store in your neighborhood. Because you don't have one there. You know, you can't blame this guy. He sees opportunity and he's chasing. You're mad at him. Oh, he's a Korean coming in our neighborhood, take over our neighborhood, suck our neighborhood dry. But you ain't doing nothing. Right. Where's your story? Yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, so it, 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 and especially the, the ones that are crying this are the ones that are running the neighborhoods. And everybody knows what I'm talking about here, man. You know, the same individual who got... 18 youngins out there moving for him can be the same individual who buys a store and, and, and brings some solidarity to the neighborhood. Yes. He can still do his dirt if he wants That's to. That's what I'm talking about right there, yes. Yes. Yeah, because and that's, so what I'm, that's what I'm getting at, too. It's, it's a mm-hmm. matter of self-empowerment, taking advantage of your ability to uh, uh, autonomously empower yourself. That's what this country is about, and this is what we're not doing as a people. We are not empowering ourselves. We are just letting everything, you know, let the police run through here. Police should be scared to run through our neighborhood and shoot somebody. Yeah. Maybe we can just expose them if there was a way to expose them just there ain't no need for exposure. They're doing it in the open anyway. They, they shot no, no, that no. cover in, mean, the, in broad daylight. I mean these, I mean these kids on the streets. Or these grown men on the streets, like okay, maybe you can take that talent you have for playing CeeLo, and let me show you how to jump in the market real quick, or let me show you how you can use your organizational skills. Well, these are that is the responsibility of those that have the knowledge and and, yeah. and experience and we're willing to do so, and that's another part of my cry, mm-hmm. the fact that those who are able to identify individuate the energy necessary to, to bring it about. They're not doing their job. They're turning yeah. their heads the same way they turn their head 
when they're walking down the street and see eight cops kicking the shit out of their next door neighbor. Oh my God! Yeah. You see, it just mm-hmm. takes a voice, a little interaction, but everybody's so afraid to get arrested. You know, they can't hold you if you didn't do nothing wrong. You got ten witnesses out there. You can't even get those ten same people who are out there every day who filmed that brother in New Jersey that got choked to death on the sidewalk. They're still oh, out there today, God. and we'll watch a cop do it to their next-door neighbor again tomorrow, as opposed to actively protesting right then and there. Hey, 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 cut that shit out, man. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? You see? This is what... But, and I've done it myself in my own neighborhood. Hey, what do, what do y'all got him on the ground like that for? That ain't necessary. Then yeah. the cops are like, you keep moving. Keep, no, I'm on my porch. You can't do nothing about that. <laughs> and, and I'm the only one on the whole street out of about 50 people watching, telling the police, yo, I'll be a witness for that man. I'm screaming my yeah. address to that dude. Yo, yeah. I live right here, dog. Tell your lawyer I live right here. They don't kill you. <laughs> You dig? So it takes more uh, uh, activity like that to stop the injustice. I mean, it's like, here we go again, individuating the peaks in the problem. In other words, we individuating the fingers and ignoring the entire arm. It is not just the police being abusive. It is the fact that we are not governing ourselves and therefore opening the door and the window for the enemy to step in and govern us, man. It's really that simple. It's not that, it's, it's not plain. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, just, it's that plain. It's not that simple. You know, there's a there's a little bit more to it than that. It's motivating the people to to stand up. The, the they have to see the benefit in that. For mm-hmm. in the in the in the in the in the eighties in the early nineties, there was no benefit in that. The individual who stood up got got missing. You know. Right. Yeah, so 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 the fear of speaking up is there. Well, you know, I, I that's no excuse to me. You know, you 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 only have one life. Use it to the best of your ability to to make Absolutely. life lovely for everybody. And believe me, your life will be much better no matter how long no matter how long or short it is. You know, and that's I, I my also, thing. I also feel like <clears throat> even if maybe you're just a keyboard warrior or or whatever, maybe you want to protest at home where nobody can, you know can, like, shoot you or anything like that, even if that's the case, even if your part is to expose more people that you know around you to, like, KTL Radio or to yourself, brother, and your message, I think that that is good enough. If that's all that you can do, just exposing people to the message is good enough because maybe you are not that person that will gather up some young boys in the neighborhood and take them to a gun range and teach them how to properly use a gun and how to legally own a gun. Or maybe you're not that person who will go out there and teach people about the stock market, but at least at least you'll expose them to the radio show and to your message, and I think that should be good enough. So personal responsibility, right, like you just preached? Indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't go anywhere. I want to open up this last line real quick. My brother mm-hmm. Dog, call up in the number seven seven three four. Brother Dog, no, peace, 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 peace. Hi guys. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm trying to do what I do. I do it every day. I do it as always. How's everything? <laughs> <in your> day? <laughs> 
No, I just so, wanted to yeah. chime in. Actually, yeah. um, I appreciate what Susan just uh, um, went in on in terms of the uh, being a part of your community board. I can speak to that because I, I used to run a business um, down in the NoHo Soho area uh, back about, uh, I want to say about 2003, 2004, mm. um, when I was down in that area. And um, being on the community board is very important. I just wanted to stress the importance of that. If you have an opportunity to get on your community board, not only just for um, moving and shaking, but you get to see the inner workings, how the city works. Yes. I was there. I was fortunate enough to be there when uh, Steve Virginia Fields, for those who live in New York, was the Manhattan Borough President. I was there for, I think I, think I was on the board for about two years. Uh, so you see a lot of shiftiness. You see how grimy NYU is in terms of the children and um, how they put together these little programs. Um, uh, in, in the form of questionnaires to um, really uh, ask really ridiculous questions like, uh, do your parents, are, are they on drugs? They, it, these are incentive-based questionnaires. Yes. But I, I'm saying this to, to say, to say these, this is important for us to be uh, involved in these kinds of um, organizations um, just to see the inner workings and then see where we can make the adjustments and just to see how business is done because I, I learned a whole lot about business and how people grease palms and how people actually run business. And mm-hmm. it, it's about relationships, really, at the end of the day. If you're going to do anything, we could sit here and argue. We could sit out here and um, and fuss and what somebody didn't do. I, I mean, I, and I, not only did I, I was on the community board in New York, but I did a lot of work too um, in, with uh, the Young Fathers program in Newark, New Jersey, when I was talking to them. They actually um, kind of stopped me from going. I was doing that for free. I, did, I, I, did, I just donated my time to go there to talk to the young people about paternity testing and the importance of understanding the rules of engagement mm-hmm. when they're dealing in uh, sexual relations. And Unfortunately, um, you know, they, I guess uh, they, they wanted to. Um, they wanted me to start paying. I didn't have a problem doing it, but I thought it was ridiculous since you're, you're an institution trying to help children, and uh, I'm donating my time for free. But it was all good. I actually started at first, and then after a while, I don't, I don't know. I guess they had a transition. But nonetheless, I just wanted to share a little bit about you know the importance of being part of uh, communities. Uh, community boards in particular because you get to see the inner workings of your city and who's doing what and how they're doing it and also how they're affecting your children as well, too. Absolutely. Uh, very important. Guys, I saw yes, something the other day, okay? I'm kind of under a non-disclosure, so I can only say what I can say. But I saw yes. something the other day that was incredible. So the, this this particular community board in this particular state held a meeting and it's a meeting that they have probably every quarter. And mm-hmm. in this quarter, this is this meeting.